You can introduce the podcast over the top of this. Come on, that's professional. That's how professionals do it. I was just waiting for him to finish. You know, oh, my little... you, you like this, don't you? It's a tune, this, uh, mate. <laughs> I pressed the wrong one. That should have been that one. Uh, welcome back. This is a special, a special, very special podcast today. It's number 25. Hey, I like what you did there. The little fade out. You like You've that, been yeah. practicing. No. Um, I'm just getting better. But yeah, podcast number 25. We've come a long way. Are you sure? 25. It's not 26. No, no, definitely 25. I know because when I put 24 on, that's the no, previous the- one. Because I know that you usually have to get your cock out to count to 21, so... Well, you keep saying that. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. Tell me what it means. Well, you've got <laughs> five fingers on each hand. Yeah, that's, that's ten. ten. Ten toes. Yeah. Ah, right, got you. You've been saying that. You've been saying that for months. And I'm just like, but whatever, dickhead. I'll just fucking go with it. And now I'm just like curious of what it meant. How do you has anybody know else, Has anybody else heard of that? I mean, is that like a, just a Stoke thing? No, I don't think it is. Because it would be, you have to get your cock out to count to 26. <laughs> well, to be honest, if you're from Stoke, I don't even think you can get past four, can you? Four four digits, you're missing a finger usually. Hey, know. don't be Stokist, I'm from Stoke. You leave Stoke alone, <laughs> they're sound. I've lost me, um, I've lost where I'm up to now. Your train of thought? Yeah. Why, what was you going to say? You got all, all teed up, ready? Well, actually, I actually did what I've wanted to do what i just said it's podcast 25 i'm done now that was it that's that, all you want to say that's all i'm up to gordon because we don't what we do what we don't do on these now is we don't really pre-plan them apart from i've got some paperwork here Ooh. that's the only thing that's been pre-planned ah. that's from hold on it's going to be like that in a minute <laughs> when, be, I tell, yeah. when i tell you what's on them so that's from mb tech uh the c63 came back yesterday yeah that we found that in the garage that's from the rs4 avant track car that's knackered yeah and i'm surprised it's knackered because it's had an absolute fortune spent on it (laughs) so let me get rid of that and we're going to go through these i don't know if these videos we've already done a video on this i don't even know if they're no they won't no they won't be on the internet so you're getting an early sort of like look at these receipts well not a look because you can't see them well unless you've got like really good vision and you zoom in but we're just going to verbally you know, go through them without any cutaways. You're just going to have to take our word. What we say is on air anyway. Right. And it's just basically, I think this podcast can be about how expensive V8s are to run Shit and loads. maintain. Yeah, loads of money. We and, already know that. And to buy them in the first place, they ain't cheap cars. No. You know, V8s, because supposedly like, you know, V8s are out now and nobody makes them. Um, and just briefly. Is that it? Is that a fact? Well, McLaren, I've just, the, the new uh, McLaren car. Yeah. Um, I forgot the name of it. Is it the Artura? That's the one, yeah. You leave uh, it to me, mate. It's a V6. Is it? Hybrids? Yeah. Hybrid, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think so. I, I had a quick look. It was on Top Gear. It come up on my uh, thing. But I'm that busy. I didn't have time to watch oh, it. I just scrubbed. Busy. I scrubbed. All I've seen is, but I'm, I've seen something about a V6 and hybrid. Right. But the car, I mean, I'm not missing much. I don't really like it that much. It's It's nice. It's just very but soft. It's just, it? it's just soft. It just looks like a 570. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I'm going to tell you about something. The reason I say that is I'll leave it to the end of the podcast. I've put a deposit on a car. Um, I'm only telling you guys on here because it might not go through. Um, there's a few issues up to now. It's all time. It you, might It might do. It might not. I don't know. But I put a deposit on it. So pessimistic, this Yeah, time. I'm pessimistic because of the fucking people we're dealing with. I know, yeah. Everything takes an age. And yeah. the thing is, right, this is what pisses me off. When you're dealing with third-party people, right, 
when I bought my RS3, we were speaking to, I won't mention the, the chap's name or the company, but we were speaking to like a third party company about the finance, weren't we? Yeah. And um, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do this with the balloon and we can help with interest rate and it you know, it'd be better and this, that and the other. Great, brilliant. We can, we can get more cars and it frees up a little bit of cash. So you guys can benefit from different cars on the channel. Anyway, got right the way down to the last minute. Bearing in mind, this car had to go in March. So that's why I picked my car up on the very last day of March. And uh, the chat was like, yeah, 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 it was sorting the finance, mate. Yeah, yeah, sorting the finance. Then he just went zero dark 30. Like literally just, you couldn't, you couldn't get hold of him. Nothing. Fuck all. So I went to Mike, my old boss, who I was buying the car from and said, right, Mike, change of plan. Um, the finance company I said I was going with, uh, I can't now go with because they've just, I've fucking not heard anything from them. Can you help me out? Within um, half a day, I was proposed, so my details were took, proposed to the finance company, accepted and paid out, and that was on the last day of the month. So we know it can be done. Yeah. It can be done, but I just, for people... And that was on the last day of the month. That was on the, which that, in theory The last be. day of March, which is the busiest the busiest day in the yeah. most trade. Um, which says it all to me. In the, uh, Maybe because it was the last day and people don't leave it to the last day, but still the fact is it was a half a day and it was done from, yeah. from scratch. Yeah. It wasn't even like, it was a new prop. And it just went through. Um, yeah, you had your you had your finance on the previous side, so you're in the system. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. But you still have to submit details Everything's and bank statements again, yeah. and information and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, like I say, I'll I'll get onto it at the end because I don't want to sort of like start the podcast off with this car that I've put a deposit on because I'm not even guaranteed that it's going to go through. I wouldn't put it on. I'm not going to put it on YouTube until it's actually physically. Whichever car is physically in my possession, because at the end of the day, um, it's just embarrassing. If you say, oh, yeah, I've got a car and it comes in and it fails for whatever reason, huh. it's just embarrassing, isn't it? And I definitely wouldn't be there to, to sort of take the piss or gloat if that didn't no. happen. Obviously, I wouldn't do that to you, would I, mate? No, you you wouldn't, know. I mean, you're sorting <laughs> the finance out for me. I'm trying my best, so, yeah. Um, I mean, this is going to go on YouTube eventually, so it's going to have a few thousand um, views more than the Patreon um, you guys, Patreon, right? So I say you guys, Patreon, and this goes on YouTube. So we've got the YouTube subscribers and the Patreon subscribers. The big difference is Patreon subscribers are like genu genuinely want to support us financially, and we yeah. really do appreciate it. Massively. Um, you know, we've got two, as this goes out now, I think uh, 208 uh, Patreons. So um, welcome to all you new guys. And maybe girls. I don't know. Have we got any girls on there? I don't think we I have. don't know if you can check I don't, that. I don't think I any. I don't think any it is women. Two hundred eight. Are that sad to listen to us for two hours? Are they? No, I mean, I'm not saying you. Well, yeah, you, you must be because I wouldn't listen to us for two hours. Moping would for you? like. Um, would no. you listen to us for two hours? No, because we chat shit for two hours. Yeah, but I, you know, if like so, George Mayfoot or Michelle Keegan or anyone like that, if you fancy just you know supporting us on Patreon and and watching the channel and you know then feel free. Okay, fair enough. Never going to happen, though, is it? Um, I don't know which. I know which the first one was. I don't know. The you don't know. George, you do know George Mayfoot. No, I don't. Really? No. What? What's she out of? Cory. The same. Fucking right. I don't fucking watch it then. No, it was years ago. Like years and years ago. Yeah, I didn't really watch ages. it years ago. The oh, last time I watched it, there was four channels on the TV. You from that four? was that was the only time because there was four channels to choose from, and it was like. It was literally, you can count it on a stoke hand. You know what I mean? Four from channels. Manchester, you, mate. You should be supporting your Coronation Streets. Nah, it's all bullshit, innit? It's all fucking, it's all, it's not even, um, it's just shit, innit? 
I don't watch it, but Georgia Mayfoot's pretty fit. Longest longest running uh, soap, though, in the world, I think. Is it? I'm sure it is, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Well played. Anyway, let's move on. Back on um, car shit. Get back. Yeah, we don't want to do soaps, do we? So, let's talk about the... Which one first? Which one first? Which one first? I don't know, but we're not going to go through absolutely every single one of these. No, we're we? just going to talk about the video because we've already seen it. Yeah. We've, we've got the paperwork to back up. Yeah. You know, as one of us is talking about, the we've other one can... That. Give us, give us half of them. Right. And then you can sort of like have a few and I'll have a few. There you go. Sneeze away. Um, what I want to say about the RS4 Avant track car is... It's a, it's a work of art. It is. Brilliant machine. It's, it's got a very colourful history. Yeah. And by I mean colourful is it's had two different colours, not a wrap. It's like had a respray. Yeah. And the person that had it previously has spent at least £6,000 on uh, the bodywork paint and stuff like that. Um, no idea why. No did. idea why, no. Because I actually saw the colour and, and it, it was green. horrible. It was a green. A, what what kind of green? Give it, it was, uh, it you're colour blind, so it's not really... No, no, it was mushy pea green. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, maybe it maybe it'd work on like a brand new RS4. But like an old one, this is the thing with colours now. You get an old car with a colour that obviously, say an old car's 15 years old, and that colour was good at the time. You're sort of like gambling, aren't you? Yeah. With with a leery colour. And again, going on to the car that I've bought, well, put a deposit on, it's a leery colour. So whether it'll still look good in 10 years, who knows? But um yeah the the receipts stack up to 14 well just i think it was a couple of pounds short of fourteen thousand pounds and that's just the receipts we have here yep that's, that's not, not including what we've spent on it yeah we spent well we spent it cost us five grand and it 100 percent now stands as double figures 100 i don't care um it's definitely i could put my life on it, it costs more than 10 grand to us now yeah. stands us at more than 10 grand yeah, bearing in mind, done. right, because I know this negs you out, because uh, you think that we've spent more on it than we should have done. However, the brakes alone on it cost nearly two grand. They were 1,900 quid, I think. But then brakes didn't actually need to be replaced. We replaced them and put AP racing discs on them. Then then brakes were fine. Because it was supposedly um, a track car, going to be a track yeah, car. Yeah, 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 exactly. But and the engine's the, not even worthy of going on a track. They didn't need to be replaced, what I'm saying. Well, why did you we know, fucking like, change them then? Because we was like... We wasted well, two grand on... A, on well, no, well we fucking made the money off Well, the now. saloon needed brakes, so we took the discs oh, so off just, the Avant, skimmed them and put them on the saloon. So we're we? just, yeah, fuck it, let's just do two. No, one, no. one expense isn't, isn't enough, let's just get two sets no, of No, that was the idea of it, because it saved us money. In the long run, fucking two grand then saving money, is it? <laughs> well, no, we could have got, we could have just put normal road brakes on it and probably spent half as much. But then we was like, well, it's going to be a track car. Do you know what we should have done? Yeah, we should have bought it, got the seats out of it, and fucked it off. Stripped it, stripped it, Do got the rest of the stuff out because the engine, believe it or not, at the time was fine. Um, it's only recently because it's been sat and run and sat and run, and it's not been run for very long. Um, that thing with the engine. I don't know if we told these guys. I think we? we have, yeah. Anyway, you know the problem with the engine. So, um, do you know what's funny though with this car? Because what? I know you desperately, desperately want to fuck it off. I so do every just time, financially, yeah. every time Lee gets in the saloon, or before Lee gets in the saloon, he's like, right, we need, to, we need to get rid of the saloon because we, we need some money, which is true, we do. And um, every time he get, he gets in it and drives it, goes, no, nah, no, nah, we can't get rid of that car. It's fucking brilliant. And I reckon he's going to do the exact same thing with this RS4 event track car. He's going to he's going to be like, right, we need to fuck it off, which you have done for about six months. We need to we need to get this car finished and fuck it off. 
and you'll get it on track and be like, we can't fuck this car off. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> that's the, I know for a fact our YouTube business, which that is in, the, the, the event is in our YouTube business. Yeah. Um, our YouTube business needs to fuck it off. Right. I might drive it and say, well, no, actually, I quite like it. So I'll take it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Happy days. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah. But um, it's, I, I only want to get rid of it from the money side of it yeah. because I want the cash injection to go back into our YouTube company so we can do different stuff and the stuff we discussed last night. Yeah. Um, although what arguably how much is that car worth? I don't know if we've raffled it off, we'd probably get more, but I don't know. Do we want to go down the road of raffling cars off like everybody else? Obviously it's a business and we need to make money to do all the other stuff and everybody else does it. Well, a lot of other people do it. I'd rather just sell it. I'd rather just sell it straight, but are you going to get the money for it? I don't know. The cheapest one currently for sale is about, I think it's 12 and a half grand. It's an 06 plate saloon. But that's a road car. Yeah. And ours is a track car. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at track cars over the years and a V8 track car is, because that car is going to be fine. It, all the brakes are done and like, it's fine. It's It'll be a good Good track car. It's got the suspension it needs. Everything's right with it. Um, I, I, I think if we don't get 10, 11 grand for it, there's something, there's something wrong. If we did raffle it off, which like I say, the only reason is with the raffling, I don't think the last one went, the, the Focus RS went okay. And that's when we had 30,000 subscribers, we sold that. And we was only just short of selling out. We yeah. weren't we weren't a million miles off, were we? No. And we got twenty three and a half thousand pound, I think, back for that car, and um, it, it, we probably broke even with the money we'd spent on it. Um, did we spend four grand on it? What did we buy it for? Nineteen. Yeah. Did we spend four grand? Nineteen two fifty. Yeah, we probably did. That, I mean, I put it we? into a post. It cost a grand to fix. Yeah, that's a point actually. Yeah, that's a point. It's fucking you that's hemorrhaging money out this company, not the fucking cars. Yeah, Gordon but look how Bennett. many look at how many views that post crashing into that post got. It's fucking well paid for itself. <laughs> got forty thousand views, which is about two hundred quid. <laughs> yeah, that definitely didn't pay for itself. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on about that. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, but, yeah. Now we've established that you're fucking hemorrhaging money out the company. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on swiftly. But. Um, yeah, the Focus RS went, it was all right, but my dream machine are no longer trading uh, just because, well, they had their own um, business issues. It's not easy doing a raffle company. I think you need to be established, really, for a start. And then we um, we did it through um, Dream Car Giveaways. Yeah. But in my, you know, in hindsight, it wasn't the best thing to do. They gave us a car. We said that it was their car, even though we discussed whose car it should be. I think if... People thought it was our car. We might have done better. Potentially, yeah. But then you're pulling the wool over people's eyes, aren't you, really? And that's yeah. not what we do. We don't, no. And that's the thing. We would have rather, I think in hindsight, we would have rather bought the car, spent the money on it ourselves, give it to them. They raffle it off. Yeah. Job's done. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if, I just don't think we've got the channel. I don't think we've got the channel yet to be able to, shove these cars out and get... Because all you want to do is, it's not the do fact it. of... Well, apart from do it, yeah. You definitely want to do it financially. That's all I want to do. <laughs> but uh, I, you just need cash injection back into the business because that's 
what makes i mean a car a car youtube business someone said they don't cost anything to run oh i know yeah fuck off he deleted that he deleted that You're comment taking the piss yeah because i they just don't said, cost anything to run you I need cars for a start good one mate yeah good one um <laughs> i mean yeah let's be honest um petrol alone fucking fortunes if you owned your car right and you just said right my only overhead is insurance and petrol and like servicing and bits and bobs like that it still costs a few quid especially yeah. if you've got a few cars i mean you're already through a set of tires after five yeah. six thousand miles they're right on the nobble which is what what's the limit is it 1.6 1.7 mil 1.6 i think that's the nobble so the flat with the nobble so I've gone oh, through, yeah, really? yeah, so I've gone through uh, a set of Bridgestones. However, I did find out Bridgestones actually start off at six and a half mil instead of, is it eight mil tyres usually start off at? I think they can be seven and eight. Well, um, I know our triple eight start off low as well. Yeah. But they're obviously, they're a semi-slick, they're not. But I think Bridgestones are a, a medium compound, you know. They're, they've worn real quick then, Yeah, yeah, they? I don't think they're, um, and it's the same with those Dunlops that I had on my GTR. It's a soft, it's a softer, not soft, but it's a softer compound. Yeah. They don't, they're grippy, but they don't last very long. Well, that, when you start off at six and a half mil anyway, but the, I watched the tire reviews guy again, because I wanted to just get a bit more information about them Contis, but the tire reviews guy was saying, that if you um, are doing a lot of track days in your car, as amazing as the, as good as the Bridgestones were, I think they came third in his test out of 10, 10 sets of tyres. And he said, as great as they are, um, if you're doing a lot of track days, he'd say, swerve them, don't go anywhere near them because they wear too quick and they start off at six and a half mil. So you'll go through a set dead fast. Well, when we was in, um, well, the Stelvio, the Stelvio Pass right there, not that one because we were doing 30 miles an hour uh, uh, all the way down there, but yeah. the other... Uh, switchbacks as they're called hairpins i call them um the tires were squealing mm. and i did say to you i think at least on one occasion i remember saying these tires are going to be fucked when we get back yeah and they are and they are i um, mean to be fair right it's been round castle coon with two race drivers one circuit driver one rally driver it's been and you on, said it was sideways with a rally driver. oh the right the rally driver had it fully sideways corner exit most of the corners yeah it's been down santa pod um, quite a few times. Quite a few times, yeah, because there was no one there. So you literally got to the end and then you were back at the front. You come back through the car park, you're back at the front of the queue and off you went again. Um, it's been then 2,700 miles around Europe and that was harsh driving, wasn't it, for, for sort of at least 50% of that. Oh, you did 24 miles to the gallon average. <laughs> yeah, tootled. <laughs> and I think that video is going on tomorrow. What days? No, today. So... Today, that yeah. video will have already been on. Yeah. The Santa Pod video is going on when, uh, Sunday. So tomorrow, yeah. the Santa Pod video of yeah. him smashing it. So w when we talk about the tyre wear, when you watch that video, that's basically where you understand. comes from. And then after that 2,700 miles, so it's done circuits, it's done Santa Pod, it's done 2,700 miles around Europe. Then we went to Deanthorpe with the uh, OG Battles and I raced a 240i with a tuning box on it. So it's been um, down there. Yeah. So... I mean, it's 6,000 miles, but it's been it's been driven. It's been used properly as an RS car should. Well, I come back to my GTR. Um, I did one track day in that on them tyres, and they were fucked. Yeah. Uh, they were yeah. just so, just no confidence in the tyres. Changed them to the uh, PS4s, and obviously, completely different tyre because it's not a run flat. Um, you can tell they're a bit spongy, but yeah, grip-wise, overall grip, they're, they're decent. Much better. Well, these Contis, Sport Contact 7s, which are the, the latest ones, 
they're um, they outperform every other tire in the same segment. Obviously, you can get like full racing wets and stuff like that. But these are an ultra high performance um, uh, road tire, and uh, they beat everything: Bridgestone, Michelin, uh, everything in the wet, both uh, circuit time and braking distance. Which to beat Michelin's, that's decent because they've got a really good um, rating. Not rating, as in like customer rating. Overall, everyone, PS4, S's, yeah, everyone raves about them, yeah. don't they? Oh, yeah. Um, even the guy says that the four S's are the go-to tyres, but there are there are better tyres out there. He says they're very good, but there are better. But um, do you, do you, I just think 6,000 miles. I know you've driven it really hard, and I suppose it's probably right. You can't blame the tyre. There's been a lot of action, a lot of action through that rubber. So, you know, yeah, it's probably it's probably right. Probably. Um and in the dry, it outperformed everything in the dry as well. Mm. So he was saying when he did the wet test first, he was like, usually tyre manufacturers, when they make tyres to be good in the wet, it's usually compromised in the dry. But these were the quickest in the wet by a million miles and then um, the quickest in the dry by about half a second. But they were top in the dry, top in the wet. Um, i tell you what was interesting when I was listening to him. So for anybody, I'm sure you guys are different because obviously you guys are all into cars and dickheads clearly. But... Um, Glad when, you pointed at yourself yeah, <laughs> Dickheads But They were saying about the tyres right And I'm sure you guys Don't put budget tyres On your cars I'm sure you don't But some people out there do Do you know I what you said I used to And I didn't have any money Well yeah You've I got suppose, no choice have you Well if you've got you Can't no, put yeah. premium tyres I used to get uh, part ones Did you Yeah I had no choice Well what he was saying was So there was a mixed budget pair As in like the, the cheapest set just for comparison to show you I don't I can't remember what the speed was but clearly it was fast right so he was saying from the Conti to the the tie that come the to the cheapest set of tyres that he had on test when the Conti stopped the car was still doing 46 mile an hour on the cheapest set of tyres <laughs> 46 how what, bad is that what speed was that I don't I, I, he didn't say so he must have been going 46? fast 46 it's still Christ. doing 46 I reckon mile an that hour was how bad is that I reckon that was a hundred um yeah, I reckon that's probably a hundred. I don't get that though. What is the is the ABS kicking in and well, this is, is the, the tire thing. slipping or well, on what, some, what, what's happening? Well, on some because he, I watched another video of his. If you've not watched him, by the way, he is um, he, he is the complete opposite of our channel because he's informative. very informative. Exactly. Yeah. So he he knows his shit. The all the big tire manufacturers give him the tires, and uh, he has to have shitloads of sets of wheels, and he's on a track. I don't know where it is. It's abroad somewhere. But he's on a on like a test track, and they have you know them little fountains at the side of the track that put water on the on the track as well. So it's obviously all because they don't get rain. Because uh, they don't get rain. So, so it's Spain um, then, basically, probably. But he does all the all the testing with the tires and stuff. And these big manufacturers, even Continental, if you go on their website, it shows you that the Sport Contact Seven has the um, a recommendation from Tire Reviews UK. So this guy is like highly regarded in the tire world, and. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he did that test with them tyres. But he was saying that... Um, so he did a test as well with some slicks and Trofeo R's, which are like a track tyre, and then a, the PZ4, Pirelli P0, I think, which weren't the P0 that was on the RS3. It's a different P0, which apparently are better. But um, he was he was saying that when he stamped on the brakes, this was in an i30 N Hyundai, I think, front-wheel drive. But when he stamped on the brakes on the slicks, the ABS never kicked in. Hmm. So That's interesting. it's clearly, but obviously what he is saying is if you run a car on slicks a lot, you're going to fuck your bearings, your trap rod ends, your 
there's loads of things. You get three points per tire. Well, yeah, and there's that. <laughs> no, well, I mean, on a on a if you just run a, a track car, you need to upgrade all those components right, because obviously yeah. it's getting the the excessive stress on the components is a lot because obviously the grip and the force is going through the car. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. The the ABS never kicked in when he's stamping on the brakes with with um, tires that have got better grip because the tires literally skidding. If you think if you lock the tire and it skids, then um, that's because the tire's losing grip. So then it lets the brake off to mm-hmm. allow the tire to roll to grab it back again. Yeah, yeah. But if there's just pure grip, so it never actually skids, it just digs right into the tarmac and brakes mm. and slows you down. The ABS never needs to kick in, does it? No, because like you say, it only kicks in when the tire when when it when it when slide, it, yeah. when, it when it recognizes there's no rotation. Yeah, yeah, mad. Which is which is nuts. So. Um, yeah, that that little thing that he said in that video. If you've not watched him, by the way, yeah, just go and go and give me a watch. He's actually really good. If you need, I'm sure you guys know by him anyway. But um, when he said that about them tires and that the mixed budget pair, because he said no matter what, no matter what, don't put a budget pair, a budget set of tires on your car. No matter what he was saying. I mean, obviously people have no choice. If you, as you said before, well, but, um, I got told at the time this was after I used to do it because I was just like, well, when you get a part worn. I know different now. I wouldn't do it now because I know. I just know. This I'm going back when I first passed my test and I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen yeah. and stuff. Um even though I did get three points six points for two ball tires. <laughs> um but I did try and like put the put the tires on. Tell him um, you were racing slicks officer. Yeah, I just remember being stopped. And to be honest, at the time I didn't really know. I was seventeen, I'd only just passed my test. Um and you know, because it was a rear-wheel drive car, it would be back size. I used to drift it all over the place. <laughs> I don't even know. I'd, I think they were real low. Right. But anyway, um, I went and got the tyres. Subsequently, that's what actually banned me. Right. Them two. Topped in upper points. Yeah, because I'd done a red light, gone through a red light, even though I argued uh, with a cop. It wasn't through a red light. It was sort of like right on the border. Put yeah. it this way. I see loads of people go through worse than I did. Yeah. Anyway. It fucked me, fucked me over for that. Did Got you have, three points did you have a proper chip on your shoulder then, though? Um, did you call well, him a knobhead? No, I, no, I didn't. Like, I probably, I was a typical 17, just cocky in it. Um, so, <laughs> cocky in it. Cocky in it, mate. Um, <laughs> All right, Ali G. So um, I got three points for going through that. And then I must have got three for something else, but I can't remember what it was. Um, so I can't, I just can't remember. I just remember I got stopped for them too. And I... And I was sort of like genuinely on my way to get tyres. I was sort of like, maybe not that minute. Oh, no, that maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe not that minute. Yeah. But that day or the day after, I was like, I need to get these tyres sorted out. So the day after you were on your way for tyres, no, but, but the I day mean, before. No, I mean the day or the day after. It was long a long way away, it, this tyre place, it, mate. It, it was in a 24 to 48 <laughs> hour. Full of shit. I don't have I've to explain ne- to you, dickhead. You're <laughs> not the cop. I've already been fucking like done this. for the points. <laughs> I've already been done. I've never heard anything. I don't have to. Shite I like don't have to make. I could lie and say I was on my way to the to get right there and then. Yeah. But I'm telling the truth. Then he would have known that you definitely were. Yeah, full but of shit. that's the thing. I'm not fucking explaining myself to you. <laughs> I don't need to. I've already been done six points and whatever the fine was. Anyway, uh, at the time, I didn't even know what totting up was. Didn't even know what points were. Did I just passed my test and I was like, bang it, I'm I'm going. Yeah. And then and, straight to the tire shop. And then the next minute, I'm like, 12 points, you're banned. You're going to court. <laughs> for fuck's sake. So I went, and I remember going in. This is in Warrington. And um, I remember the, the it was a woman, Judge, she said, um, so obviously you got 12 points, and, you know, that, that's a ban. I was like, right, okay. She goes, have you got any mitigating circumstances? Because I was there on my own. 
Like, I didn't go with my dad or anything. I just went on my own. I, I was still, I was eight, I was not even 18. I got banned before my 18th birthday. And um, I was just like, do you know what? No, because I just, I was that pissed off. I didn't even want a car license because it just, it just pissed me off. You know, the whole driving situation. I was yeah, just like, more hassle than what it's worth. Yeah, I'm probably best, I'm probably best not driving. Mm. And then, um, yeah, so I could have probably, but then again, I could have said, oh, well, I did actually need the car to get to work. But, um, and I can't remember how I got to work after that. But anyway, I really needed it because it was probably a half an hour drive to work from North Warrington to, to South Warrington. And um, I could have probably said, yeah, I need I need my car for work. And guaranteed she would have been like, oh, it's not good enough to excuse that. You, you, you know, you're banned. Yeah, So you. probably did the right thing by. And I got a six-month ban, which... In hindsight now, it's not a long time, is it? Six months. That's mad, you know, because, you know, you got a six-month ban for that. When I was 19 and I had my Yaris SR, I got uh, caught speeding at 138 mile an hour on the M69 in Leicester. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a 28-day ban and a £205 fine. That's ridiculous. I feel like I've done to. I only had two fucking ball tires and went for a red light and something else that was three points. I mean, I don't see what the fucking big deal is. It's probably the fact that I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I'll never do that again. Yeah, I was sorry uh, as well. Yeah, <laughs> and you was like, no, I was fucking pissed off. I didn't want me driving license. Fuck you, keep it, dickhead. And she was like, six months for you, mate. Yeah, see you in a bit. <laughs> six months, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then, um, yeah. So that's how that went down. And we're sat here now. And it's weird thinking back, looking back at your life, the decisions you've made. If I would have just gone and got them tyres done before I got stopped by the police, and it was on Sankey Way, just on the lights when you come down uh, Cromwell Avenue, if you know Warrington, and, you, and you're turning left to go onto Sankey Way, he stopped me right there at the lights. And I don't even know if he stopped. I remember being stopped there where the lights went on. I was like, oh, where do you want me to pull over? I'm at the fucking side of the traffic lights. So did you pull over? Well, yeah, I had no choice. The police was behind me. Did he move you? I can't remember after that, but all I remember is that's where I remember being pulled that's, over. That's where the sort of like incident, it, it, the incident happened. Yeah, but I look back now and think, what if I didn't? What if I would have kept my license? Would my life be any different now? Because you think to yourself, like moments like that, thirty years ago, over thirty years ago now, it's like would that have carved a different way out? Do you know me, what in the future? Who I knows? think. This is only obviously my opinion on it, but I actually deep think... Deep shit, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is very deep. I don't think it would have done. Um, right. And that's why I think that kids need to be aware that shit can happen when you're young. It doesn't necessarily define the rest of your life, does it? You probably would have ended up in the exact same situation you are now. Oh, you know, owning half a Cheshire and, um, you know, fucking 1,400 cars on the drive and shit like that. But... Um, Did you see how I don't even react to him anymore? I know, I know, yeah. I'm a bit gutted about that. I'll get you to buy it. I'll think of something else and you will buy it eventually. But um, I think it's good that stuff like that happens to you early on in your life stroke driving career because you then, it stops anything from later on because you could have gone years and years looking at your tyres going, yeah, they're, they're, they're well on the legal limit. If not, they're bold. And you go, oh, fuck, I've never been caught. Be fine, just fuck it. And then you could end up being in a um, shit weather and then, I don't know, a lady pulls out in the, in the road with a pram and you go to slam on and you just fucking skid straight into her. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think stuff like that helps when it's early on in your, your driving yeah. career. Could be because, a lot worse. Well, yeah, because then you go, fuck, I'm not going to do that again. Um, not so much because, or just as much because you're like, I don't want to get, I don't fancy getting fucked for it again and getting banned again. But also because you think, yeah, shit, 
you know what? If my tyres were shit and I'd effectively had Mackie's trays, but like Pirelli P0s on, on my car, I would have just fucking slid straight into them. Well, you know I probably I mean? would, but even with decent tyres, because I think I remember the size. They were 13 inch, <laughs> one six five. Wow. Because I only have th- a push bike then. <laughs> yeah, the pram wheels. <laughs> the only reason I sort of like remember roughly what it was is because my mate had a set of 15 inch and I was like, wow. I think they were 175, 15 inch, 175, and they were massive, maybe 185. And I remember people running like on Capri's at the time because it was all like Ford, Ford, everyone had a Ford. Yeah. Uh, Cortina, Capri, Escort, you know. Um, my mate was driving around in a Mark III. Escort and it was like fucking hell. He's he's ball. It was his <laughs> mum and dad's three speed auto. Oh, used to do forty mile an hour in first gear, <laughs> right? And um, I think it was a three speed. I remember it anyway. It was auto, and it was like fucking hell. This is like this is the this is like futuristic. But the car was more or less brand new at the time, and it's funny looking back now. It's a bag of shit. Yeah, you know. But at the time. It was amazing. The dog's bollocks. Like my Mark II was like 1976, so that would have been about 13, 13, 14 years old when I bought it. Yeah. And um, yeah, he had a 1985, I think it was. Um, but it's mad, isn't it, when you look back at cars and then you look at cars now. And when you compare cars from 30 years ago and compare it to like a newish car, like the one I'm going to buy, hopefully, if I fucking get any word off the finance, um, it's it's like something from the fucking future. If you would have looked at it like 30 years on, you'd be like, fucking hell, look at that. I mean, I like the car because I'm buying it. You know, I had to buy something that looked fucking special because, you know, you buy different cars and you think you need something to float your boat, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. Um, but it's not just the way it looks. It's the drive the drive of it and everything. And, and funnily enough, I've never driven never driven one. I can't tell you too much away. I want to I want to sort of like just tease it to the end. But I've been in one. Um, and I've driven other variants of the engine in the same... In <laughs> Just in a, fucking spit it out, a, man. A, so I'll tell you at the end. Oh. No, I'm keeping people engaged. I want people to like... People just skip to the end now. No, they won't, because they want to know about these receipts. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go on. Have you got any more to add to that? No, 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 I've not. I thought you would have said you were more of a dickhead, like no. for, for getting banned and stuff. No, I'm not. You didn't take your opportunity. Although I have priced up a, sense con- a set of them Conti Sport Contact 7s, and they were, what were they, 845 quid for a set. It was a grim price, yeah. <sighs> Fuck's sake. And funnily enough, three. funnily enough, and this is funny. Go on. And I think this is, this is, this is, it's not even funny. It's, it's just weird. My GTR PS4s. Yeah. 20 inch, right? Yeah. Wider. Yeah. 265 on the front, 305 on the back, I think. Yeah. 692. And this on is, your drive, basically. This is the thing, because there's only one or two places I found online that actually do the right size for my car. And the tyres are bra- like they've literally just come out. The brand new, whereas right. 4S has been out for a little while. So, um, who knows? Anyway, they're they're bloody expensive. Yeah, well, tyres and stuff. I mean, to be fair, tyres—the only thing that's not really going up in price, like fuel is and labour and all kinds of stuff. Tyres are sort of like milling around. You know, the price hasn't gone crazy, has it? Well, Cause imagine better. if the price started going doubling, like fuel. Listen, the tyre police might be listening to this, so uh, fuck that. Keep so, yeah. it as it is because we need tyres. Fortune. Imagine being stopped by the police and saying your tyres are bald. You're on one point five millimeters, which is illegal, and you be like, I can't fucking afford them, mate. I know, yeah. This the is fuel, the, the insurance, the, problem, the it, running costs, and it's a V8, mate. 
you know how much these cost to run? Just I take know. these in the car and just say, fuck it, have a look at them, mate. No, yeah, and we've got three of them. You'll, <laughs> you'll soon let me off. Anyway, um, yeah, just let me um, on, uh, talk quickly about the... Let's hear it. So this, uh, the guys at MB Tech... Do you need a tissue? Uh, I already cried yesterday. Did you? Uh, the guys at MB Tech um, in Warrington, Mercedes-Benz um, specialists, they have done me a great deal on all the work. So... They've they've given me some they've given me some discount. Shane he's um, he's he's hooked us up because that video he, he said I'm going to hook you up anyway. I'm going to look after you because you're doing a video here, and that's you know we appreciate that and it and it all um, it all works out because a saving in our pocket is better than no saving in our pocket. Right? Well, yeah, it's the difference between the jobs being able to get done and the videos done, or the jobs not being able to get done. And the videos don't get done. Yeah, so we just yeah, we just nothing happens. Yeah, just be sat here talking about stuff that's never happened. <laughs> We've got a podcast, and it's like, what's happened? Nothing because we can't afford to do anything. <laughs> um, so the I'll tell you what it should have been at the end, um, but I'll just tell you roughly. So it's a service. Check all the fluid levels. So the the gearbox oil was done. Um, flush of torque converter and lines, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, gearbox. So there's a lot of labour here. Uh, investigation, gearbox shift faults, uh, wheels. Speed sensor, yeah. Replace, uh, replace that. Uh, near side front coil spring snapped. We found that out on the video because yeah. we knew nothing about that. The car didn't drive to to sort of like say anything was broken. It was fine. Um, we did find the rear brake lines were really, really heavily corroded. Yeah, because Mercedes from factory don't use copper. Now it's all copper. Sweet, right? it's all been done. Yeah, um, it's in the video. Uh, all the pictures because Shane he sent me some because we weren't there no one wants to see brake lines being finished so he sent me some pictures so I can put that that'll be in the video Sweet. Um, so uh, the seat motor as as broke as we were there because yeah. I left that thing under it um, and one of the things that was just a niggly thing for me no one likes to see an engine light do they nope so it's primary secondary decat yeah um, and the engine light's on obviously because it's all the airflow stuff in it um so the delete file for that so they've they've took the bulb out okay there's no basically yeah they have <laughs> taken the bulb out yeah i never i never thought of it that way but basically yeah that's that's exactly what they've done haven't they? i don't know what they've no, done no no that's basically what they've, they've done they've mapped it out though haven't they yeah but taking the bulb out that's what they've done <laughs> no because the bulb can still come on for other things yeah true yeah we need <laughs> we need the engine light on um the wheel alignment was well out. Really? Yeah, shitloads out. So there's no point in showing you because you can't see it on Go the on, screen. how many degrees? Um, what are we talking? Was it crabbing? It, it was basically... Well, I'll show you. Well, no. Have a look at that. So you're showing me because you don't know. No, no. It's easy to show you. Pictures. You like pictures. Wow, what's up with that? <laughs> you dickhead. I need have some crayons. Look at it. They like that and like that. They're all messed up. So... Shame right. when he drove it on the te- on the um, after all the work was done, he they take it out on a test drive, and he said the wheel was down to the right, so like yours was out. Yeah, the Mercedes is out. I never noticed it to be honest. I can't work that out. Uh, anyway, yeah, well, you can't work it off pictures. You fucked. <laughs> um, no point in reading the text. So the wheel was down, so we straightened that up, and nice. um, I think it was one of the. I think it was um, offside rear was well pissed. I mean, well pissed. It's not a lot in the in the degrees, but it is. It's sort of like a lot. It, yeah, it's, it's not like seventeen degrees out. Looking at it, be like that. It would be, but like half a degree or whatever, which is quite a lot. So he sorted all that out. He said it drives. It's truer now when you 
when you drive. So I'll take yeah. your word for it, Shane. You know what you're doing. I never noticed it, but he's not charging me for that anyway. All right. He's just talking me up with it. Nice so one. it's not as if he's like upsold that. Um, I'll give you the, the true um, invoicing cost at the end. Let me just read it all out. And um, so, yeah, adjust caster, camber, and toe as required. Uh, renew brake fluid and bleed system, obviously, because the brakes have been done. Uh, so it's had a full oil service, oil filter, um, synthetic oil, all the other little bits and bobs, sump washer, gasket that you need, because obviously taking the oil out. Uh, brake fluid again, uh, seat motor repair kit, ABS sensor. These are all the parts. I mean, the, the seat motor repair kit, £231. Fucking hell, really? Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. So, and that was my own fault for leaving the thing under. Um, so that's you again hemorrhaging money out of the company? You didn't fucking pay for it. I had to pay for it out of my own pocket. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll tell you how much it was at the end. Hey, I'm a company director of your other business now, Sunbeam, and yeah. you're hemorrhaging money out of that company <laughs> as well, so you need to go steady. Actually, yeah, that's that's the point, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that story in a minute. Yeah, that is... Um, it means it's a genuine... We're not doing anything wrong. It's... No. Um, so power steering pump, excessive, excessive wine. Um, so that... Ideally, that needs fixing, but it's not like you said. It could last another few years. It, it, it just, the, typically they're all noisy. It said you, if you changed it, you'd just be doing it for like just to get rid of the noise. He said it works fine. It could yeah. go tomorrow, but that's the same with anything. Could go tomorrow. Could go. The engine could go tomorrow. Anything could go tomorrow. You're just going to do it when it breaks. Yeah, you, probably. You're going to sell it with it with it. I, like I'm going to when I sell it. I'm going to give this to the. Uh, to the the new buyer, right? And I'm just going to say, look, there it is. Be be, you know, it's on just fucking out on YouTube anyway. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff's been changing, and I'll just reflect this in the price. When we bought it off Calvin, all we did was bought it. Well, I, all I did was bought it off Calvin as a trade car, knowing there'd be stuff to do, and I wanted stuff to do because yeah. the few grand I've spent on it now, it's content, isn't it? Well, the thing is, it was sixteen. What did you pay for it? Sixteen, 16 and, a half. and a half. And the cheapest one currently for sale, and at the time, still was twenty grand. So you you bought it knowing, like it was by far, it was three and a half grand cheaper than the next cheapest car for sale. Yeah, exactly. So, so that tells it tells it all to me. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I've probably spent three and a half grand on it now, so it probably stands me at twenty grand. Yeah. So if I get twenty grand back for it, bearing in mind you could buy that twenty grand car, fair enough, it'll have a hundred thousand miles on it, like you said. 100,000 miles um, over, what, 10 years is 10,000 miles a year. Yeah. That's normal mileage, but there's yeah. some at 50K. Oh, yeah. And you it, said about... But when I say some, there are shitloads at 40, 50, 60,000 in 10 years' time. It's like, give us a break, would you? Um, in my opinion, a lot of them have had mileage blockers on. And that's to say they did an average of 4,000, 5,000 miles a year, and that's not necessarily true. Because when these cars were new, maybe someone did 12K in the first year, 12K in the second year. Well, say in the last eight years, it's done an average of 3,000 miles a year. It's just not, no, it's not realistic, is it? No. And this me. is where doing like car vertical checks and stuff like that um, is good. Good plug, good plug, like yeah, it. Yeah, that's well the done. way we that's do it. That's a free one for you, that car vertical. Cheers. Yeah, because uh, we, they look after us uh, sponsorship wise. Um, but car vertical will give you like the, the graph. And we've seen graphs going up and down in mileage. That yeah. doesn't work. It's supposed to be supposed to be like that or, yeah. you know, it, plateauing out or like that or whatever, but it's not supposed to go down. Can't Definitely. go down. That no. means it's been clocked. Yeah, right? must have been. Must have been. So, yeah, buying a car with 140,000 miles or 100, it's still done a load of mileage. I'd rather buy the one. I'm selling the old car. I'm selling my own car now. <laughs> I'd rather buy the one at 140 with new brakes, 
everything's been done yeah. that needed apart from the little two bits but it's but it's there it it need it knows it needs to be done so I'll say well I'll knock 600 quid off the car yeah you know so you'll you'll price it 600 pound more expensive to knock 600 off yeah that's how people do it yeah. everyone else does that don't of course, they of course they do yeah but what I'm saying is um, these everything has been checked on the car on video yeah MB Tech are not going to say, they're not going to put the name, to, knowing it's on video, they're not going to say something that's not right. No. So I know 100%, truthfully, that the car, the two things that they've um, advised. And what were the, what's the other ones? The power steering pump and what? The power steering and the rocker cover leaking. Oh, the rocker cover's but leaking. Again, it's again, um, it's a common fault on that car. He said, he said they'll all do it. So you buy a 100k car, if it's not been done and not been receipted to be done, That'll need doing anyway. Yeah. So you buy the 100K car. To be honest, probably do it on a 50K car that's done 100,000 miles anyway. So all these little bits, power steering pump, yeah. that's a common fault. They're all noisy. They're all noisy. I've never known a car, and I know I'm biased, but I've never known a car to have so many common faults in my whole <laughs> entire life. Yeah. Honestly. I know. Not. Everyone has cars. It's unbelievable. Like the RS4, the DRC, that goes eventually. Common fault. Uh, it's a common fault. The, the suspension starts leaking and people get refurbed or people just put like KWs or uh, Bill Steins on it or whatever. But there's like only one or two other really common faults, like big common faults. There's obviously tiny little niggles that all cars get. But fuck me. Oh, there's a power lot steering, of them, yeah. the, sun, the sunroof. That's yeah. a common fault. The leak out the thing. The um, brake lines. Which is weird because like, it's Mercedes, Audi. You could argue that the you know people are even getting mixed up, right? Both German, both prestigious cars, right? Both when they were all the the values of the cars probably very very similar, very similar type of type of cars with the same similar price. Not comparing Ford with Mercedes, is it? No, two completely different things, right? Yeah. Um, like you would compare Ford with Vauxhall. Yeah. You know, I think an Audi Mercedes is a similar comparison, right? Yeah. But you don't hear the common faults on Audis, do you? Not and as, I'm not an Audi fanboy. Not by as way. many. Like there are, there obviously saying, are out there. Like, yeah, I'm not being, not really being that them, biased. I'm not being that biased to say that there aren't any. There are. I mean, I could list probably three or four now for the RS4, but that'd probably be about about it. And um, BMW as well, by the way. And BMW, they're all, but they're all that, in the same. That fucking so Mercedes, Jesus! It, it was funny just what, listening to Shane go around it, going, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a common fault." Like, yeah. <laughs> but then again, yeah, that's leaking. That's a common when, fault. When you yeah. think it's ten years old car, if you if you've had a hundred of those cars in, you're going to see common. Is it a common fault because they've all done a hundred thousand miles? Maybe. Well, they haven't, according to fucking Autotrader. I'll uh, <laughs> you talk. I'll show you. I'll tell the, you exactly how many are in like forty to fifty thousand miles. The M3, the E46, the BMW. That common fault is the subframe cracking. Yeah. Which is a common fault it's on a them. It's a pretty bad one as well. Yeah. It's literally. It's like a dog wagging its tail. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we know about that. I can't think of anything else on an M3. The engines, the fucking bulletproof. Oh, the, Van, the Vanos. Oh, the Vanos. Yeah, sometimes you need to like refurbish them. But um, yeah, I mean, the Mercedes is probably the worst one for common faults. And it's all in here. Let me get, carry on through this anyway. Um, oh, I think that's it. So yeah, there's the thing. Oh, and I got the service history as well. Previous service history way back to uh, 2012. So... Um, it's had nine services, so 12, 13, 14, 14, 15, 16, had a gap 16 to 20, um, 
when I do the car vertical report on, that might not be the end of the world because it could have not done many miles. So, yeah, you should really be servicing a car in the four years. I mean, that's just bad. Um, but it is what it is. Maybe it got maybe it got uh, independently serviced. You could you could sort of like you got fifty fifty chance of that. I reckon who's not going to service a, a C sixty three for four years? Surely, if you buy a C sixty three, you are a car guy. You're not just going to say, "Oh, I need a run around." Oh yeah, I'll get a C sixty three V eight. So I reckon I reckon this service in that time, but all the stuff on the system on because this is all Mercedes Benz uh, main dealer. Uh, so it's all there. So that's good for the uh, prospective new buyer. And the bill should have been, um, the grand total should have been 2,000. 2,000, no, it wasn't, I'm only joking. 1,979, so 2,000, £21 short of 2,000 pounds. And I got it for half that price, basically. So thank you very much to Shane. And the reason he did that is we tend to get about, we can get around the thousand pound for an integration. Right? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. So I think it's worked out about right. So Shane basically knocked us a load of labour off. He's done basically. He's knocked a load of labour off. Mm. Because and he did your parts at cost, didn't he? He did. He did a bit of discount on the parts, um, and he discounted some. I think that he already had in stock stuff that he could, but. I don't. He didn't lose any money, but he didn't make any money on it. That's fair enough. But the thing is, it's getting a bit of advertising, isn't it? Yeah. And there's that a lot. That video's done a few views as well, and it? it's done well over a hundred thousand views. Take that. So, um, take that and party. Yeah, and you know there was a lot of labour in that. Mm. I mean, he did work on it whilst we weren't there. I mean, we spent a full day in there, and then he did work on it whilst we weren't there. So, yeah, it's. Um, I know he's discounted a lot off that, probably more than labour to be honest, because it's not a thousand pounds worth of labour just in them in them jobs. But anyway, yeah, he's um, because where it, where it comes here, he's put like um, little bits where he's done half price on some stuff. So he has he has looked after us on the parts. But anyway, I know Shane, you won't be watching this, but um, like if anybody knows them guys, you know, I really do appreciate them looking after us on the car. And like you said, um, if you get anything else, bring it in because I was looking at an AMG GTR originally. That's not the car I've bought, by the way. Um, so if I ever did get anything, I'd probably definitely take it to them guys. Definitely because my experience up to now, yeah, bang on, and uh, dead nice guys in there, dead friendly, and uh, yeah, well happy with that. Well, I'm not happy spending a grand, but I'm happy that it wasn't two grand because mm. well, it could because it could have been. I want to stay on the Mercedes theme and play a game. Okay, or to trade a Mercedes game. Okay, let's do it. So, you asking me questions? Yeah. Right. So how many? Fifty thousand mm, miles. No. So how many? Do you Twelve reckon, and a half thousand. Do you reckon, how many? C63s, mm -hmm. both coupe, saloon, and estate. Ooh. How many V8 C63s do you think are currently for sale as of the, um, as of today? On Auto Trader, this is right. Fifty-two, two hundred nineteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, so there's two hundred nineteen C63s for sale. Oh, V8. Well so people are shitting themselves with these V8s by the looks of it. Mm. So if I filter that, then by do you know how many AMG GTRs there are? Eighteen. Yeah, well, it was, it's been floating around 20 for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, like 18, going, 19, yeah. 20, and then it That's going down. down. I've seen 21 for sale at the most. But yeah, 18 at the moment, which means there's not as many as there was a month ago for sale. No, two yeah. less. Um, Three, actually. Oh, right. 21. Oh, was there? I only saw 20. So out of those stick, 200... Stick pictures, mate. I will. I'll try my breast. Uh, out of those 219 C63s, yeah. V8s, how many do you think are coupes? Well... 
Not many, because um, I would say... This is going to be embarrassing. There's... So there's 219 for sale in total. That's Estate, yeah. Saloon and Coop. I would say there's a there's 100... I reckon there's 100 saloons. Right. Maybe... Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, 40. 106. Fucking hell. Coops for sale. That's so ridiculous. 21 estates, 92 saloons and 106 coops, right? So I'll filter it now via... Right, well, when I was looking, there wasn't that many. Right, well, obviously people have seen yours and thought, fuck, fuck that, this, I'm, I'm getting rid of it, yeah. <laughs> there definitely wasn't that many because I was looking for ages. Unless these ones, like, are all well... You know, well, not overpriced, but the higher price because they do the uh, the five oh seven, don't they? Yeah, like it sits in between the black series. I never even looked at them because they were like fifty k. Yeah, I thought I wouldn't pay that much money for that car. And all it is is mine, really, with a bit of extra power mm. and um, can Alcantara steering wheel. Interior yeah. is nicer, fucking much nicer. Got the bonnet, bonnet's nicer. Got the bonnet vents, I think. Yeah, nicer wheels. So yeah, it's a much nicer car, but it ain't fifty grand in my opinion, anyway. Well, there's a Cat S. So the cheapest, absolute cheapest V8 C63 coupe for sale uh-huh. is a Cat S, and it's up for eighteen and a half grand. And that's a Cat S. Have a guess how much, um, how many miles it's done? Seventy-seven, fifty-one. Fuck off. And that's it. That's in a 2011. So in 12, 12, no, eleven, eleven years, years. it's done uh, fifty-one thousand miles apparently. Okay. But then, if I get rid of the cat, the cat stuff. So hang on a minute. Let me just get rid of that, and then. So exclude cat stuff. So now we're down to 102, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then if I go mileage up to 50,000, so out of 102, where's my mileage there? Up to 50K. 23. Under 50,000 miles. So you, out of 102, you reckon 23 are up to 50K. Mm-hmm. Uh, 57. Fuck <laughs> off. No chance. <laughs> I'm not having it. 57 cars. I'm not having it. That apparently have only done up to 50,000 miles. Hold on a minute. What? And that one's 22,000. Yeah, 48,000 miles. 48,000 miles there. And it's 22 grand. Um, and it's a 62 plate. It's black. Um, no. So, and I, you, no chance. Apparently it's done 13,500 miles below. Full service history, two keys, pan roof, electric memory seat, sat nav, multifunction steering wheel. Yeah, so. No, I'm not having it. Uh, and then the next one is a Cat D, even though I just said get rid of Cat cars. Uh, that's 22 and a half bags. Then there's one that's done 44,300 miles there. It's 23 and a half grand. Do you know what? You can tell a car's mileage just by the, the car. The body the cars, work. The body work and the seats. Yeah. You can tell. But um, there's... Although uh, them seats do wear really well. I understand it's a V8 and they're not cheap to run, but who are people trying to kid? Seriously, 57 cars that apparently are for sale that... 10 years, 11 years old, and they've only done up to 50,000 miles. And we all know that Mercedes-Benz owners love fucking mileage clockers. Yeah. I speak to loads of them, and they're like, you know, they've, they've, they've got them. I was chatting to somebody the other day who couldn't believe I'd not put a mileage blocker on my car. They was <laughs> know, like, what yeah. do you mean? You've not put one on it? Like, it's a normal thing to do. I was like, who the fuck does that? But that's the thing. Even if you was that type of person to do that, we couldn't do it anyway. No. Because every, more or less every mile of that car's journey will be documented. Yeah. And if, say, you've still got it in four years and you say, done 12,000 miles, and people say, you've done fucking four road trips <laughs> 3,000 miles ago. You did 6,000 miles in two months. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't do it even if you wanted to do it. No. And, um, yeah, so, you, well, you couldn't do it. 
And uh, neither could I on any of mine. Well, you don't fucking drive, do you? Well, I haven't got anything to drive. What's up with the C63? It's like fucking brand new now, This that. is fucking up with a thousand pound every time I take it to the garage. That explains why they've all done fuck all miles then. Because yeah, people can't be asked. Can't be asked changing stuff on it. Right, well, on the uh, opposite end of that, we have got 120, I think this is done, 120, 130,000 miles, this one. The I no can't remember. This one has done about 120, 130,000 miles, I'm sure it has. And um, it just shows you that if you don't drive a car, it doesn't do it any... Any favours? So, mm. seeing all you guys have not seen this video, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, this is well old video. You'll have to go way back. Yeah. Um, this car was actually exported to Northern Ireland. I think, it, well, yeah, but then that's not really classed as an export, is it? Because it's still a UK. Um, I'm not really well up on export importing cars, but... Must have gone to um, Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, maybe. Maybe. Um, but anyway, it went to Ireland. Let's say it went to Ireland, right? Yeah. We know that because yeah. it's in the receipts. 2015, yeah. then it got re-imported back into the UK in 2017. So yeah. Yeah, it dipped over there for two years and then come back. Um, it did. It did have a tracker on it one day. I think there's, we've still got the fobs for it. I'm sure we have. I yeah, don't know Clifford, whether it works. Clifford it is. Yeah. I took that out about the Clifford bit because it was just waffling on uh -huh. like we do on this. But um, yeah. Yeah, engine mount kit, three hundred and eighteen dollars. There's shitloads of. Um... Oh, these are the uh, these are the bodywork ones. So it was Arc Accident Repair Specialist for Car and Commercial Vehicles. Arc, they're called. I don't know where they are. Um, but this guy spent a fortune. So hang on a minute. Where's the big one? We're missing the big one. Have we mixed it up? Oh, they'll all be mixed up. These now. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. What's that? There's that one. Is that the, an Arc? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Right. So. Uh, there might be another one missing, but work carried out as per estimate. Labour, paint, materials, parts, environment charges. £6.50 environment charges. In Ireland? Do you reckon that's for like the filters and stuff? Maybe, yeah. No, no, this is, this. I don't know where these are based. What's it say? Southside, uh, GY2, where's that? Southside Street, Sampson's. That's Guildford. GY2, maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah, alloy wheel repair. GY, I don't know. Oh, no, that's GU, isn't it, Gilford? GU. Yeah, so he charged him uh, 60, no, nine pound, nine, what? 90 quid a wheel, and then did 60 quid off, weirdly. Um, but that bill there for labour, paint, materials, parts, environment charges, and four wheel refurbs was £5,666.77 pence for that car. And that's to paint it green. I don't know why the fuck you did that. Uh, and then remove and refit exhaust system, remove and replace exhaust silencers, uh, met labour, subcontract welding, fabricating materials, parts, that's £341. This is all from the same place. And then we've got repair and paint offside front alloy, even though we've done that once, fit new spacers, 5 mil spacers, um, and labour, that was 180 quid. And then... Uh, more labour, paint, materials, and another environment charge, £341.88. So that's just from one company, which is, what's that? Three, four, that's probably best part of seven grand, just in uh, just from one company on that car. Well, I've just worked out. Yeah. Um, when we did the video, we we just sort of like skipped through these. Remember that one, the 1,500 quid? And then on the back, it said um, about seven and a half grand and stuff yeah so we so we had an invoice and you said piston engine of a cylinder capacity exceeding three thousand yeah we didn't really know what it was no I just read through it properly basically it's the invoice for the vat on the import back into the uk so they've basically classed the car as um seven and a half thousand pound value right 
in 2017. Bargain. Um, yeah, bargain. I mean, it was a cat day, so I suppose. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. probably about right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's £1,500 worth of VAT and an administration charge of £15. So when it come back from, when it come from Ireland to the UK, the, all it was charged was the VAT. Right. For the import. Do you know what fucks me off about that? Somebody had bought, somebody's bought the car in this country, right? Yeah. Then exported it. Mm-hmm. So the, the this country has made the VAT on the purchase of the car in the first place. They then exported it, then wanted to re-import it, a car that was in this country to begin with. Yep. And they've got VAT again. I know. It's, oh, don't start me off well, on apparently HMRC. Apparently country in the shit. Don't start me off. I'm moving on. I can't talk about HMRC today. Um, the funniest thing is, we're not going to say who the remapper is, but... Although people can now see it that side. No, no. Can, what, can the fucking camera? We've got a camera there now. No, no. No, I'm not doing it like that, am I? They've seen it, though. No. They've definitely seen can't. it. And they'll know exactly when I say Bollocks. limitless remaps as well. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I was trying to fucking... Uh, that's nothing to do with me, by the way. So when we get sued, <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, right? all you've got to say is this is not your... It's not facts. This is your opinion. That's it is all my you've got opinion. to say. There you go. This is 100% my opinion. Full of shit. So they've charged £375. Pound, um, Which is cheap for a remap. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. I don't know what it is, whether it's a custom... I presume it's just an off-the-shelf one because... Defo, on the drive. It'd be well expensive if they did a custom. So stage one, remap, with pops and bangs and crackles. 450 to 460. Um, It looks like DHP. That must be BHP. I I just think someone can't do a B properly. Um, And like we said in the video, we've got enough experience now to know, in our opinion... Yeah. There's no possible way, not a chance, that you can get 400. Let's start off on the lower figure, 455. Um, sh- if I was that person getting that remap now, I'd be like, can you give me the dyno mm. off, off the um, off the rolling road? And not right? one that you've fudged. And not one that's fucking 20% over yeah. to get the figures. There's no possible way you can get 450 horsepower. You can't even get 440. I mean, 430? <laughs> I don't think you can get that. No, I mean I don't know. Um, I don't know on what difference it makes with age and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, these we, cars were four fourteen out of factory, and they weren't even that. And they didn't even make that. Some of them, no. So let's say, for argument's sake, four fourteen. That's what the figure was out of factory. How do you get an extra? How do you get any extra power out of a, an NA? You can't. You can't. You can, but not not, not extra powered much. as in like. When it's a turbo car, you're not getting that much. You can you can alter stuff, can't you? Because it's a turbo car, you can you can create boost. You can create more power because of the turbo. Mm -hmm. That's why when you do like a big like when you put big turbos on, like they get even extra power. But there's no turbo on it in the first place to to do that. No. So from an NA, what do you do? I don't know. I'm not that well up on it. All I know is not fucking much. Well, actually, can't do it. This is interesting anyway, isn't it? Because we actually did dyno that car. Can you remember what it made? I think it made it made less. I'm sure it made less than the. Is it 400? I think it was around that, yeah. 400 or 405 or something. The the videos on YouTube, I'm sure it is. But um. But the thing is, we know Awesome's dyno is bang on. Yeah. Because we've had now, well, we had two cars on it that made stock, brand new cars that made stock. It's only your two new RS3s, the eight Ys, that have made more. But they've both been within one horsepower. So my Sportback yeah. made 408 horsepower and the Saloon made 409 horsepower on different days, different cars, but they had the same but that's, power, um, power. So. That's 14 horsepower over factory. Yeah. 14. Yeah. 
We're not talking 50 over factory, no. are we? So, but that would also make sense purely on the basis that it feels faster than the old car. Mm. And it is faster because the A45S beat the old car and this beats the A45S. So Makes sense. Well, yeah, it, it's, you know, all the, the the figures over and above that you see um, have, have got to be right. But I don't know. The um, I think that, I don't know. I really don't know. It, it's, it's a shame, really, that some tuners do... Um, Tell, tell porcupines, in my opinion. It's, um, well, we sort of like, yeah, we're not saying it. We're not saying any tuners are saying, but we know for a fact, um, we know for a fact dinos are different. Yeah, all dinos are different. We we had the GTR done on a on a, a hub dino, mm-hmm. and they had it done on a link, a link dino. dino. Both completely different uh, results. Yeah. You'd have to go way back. You'd have to go 18 months back to find them. Uh, but two completely different ones. And all it is, is I can't compare. I don't know how to compare or like do like when you get a figure off a dyno, does it really matter? It's how the no. car drives. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and that's, that's the thing. I said this to you the other day. Now, you know, with that uh, remap thing at 450 to 460 horsepower, that tells me enough that I need to know that he's literally just put a map on it and said, yeah, that's, you know, that's what I reckon it's running. And otherwise re- it won't be that vague, would it? No, no. <laughs> 10 horsepower is quite a lot. It's A remap is not just for, um, you know, power as well. It can be fuel um, economy, efficiency. Loads of things, yeah. Loads of different, um, the way the power comes in. Although, again, on an... I mean, when Ben from Racing Line did it, um, OEM Plus, they he, he sort of, like, smoothed out the 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 power delivery. And that's that's the biggest sort of challenge, I think, and probably goal for something that is NA, you just try and smooth out. So he gave us, although we went from 407 horsepower to 414 horsepower with the tune, we actually got another 30 horsepower across most of the rev range. So although the peak horsepower is only 7 horsepower more, we got another 30 horsepower throughout most of the rev range, but it was was a lot smoother and a lot more linear than it was previously. And that, to me, is all you can really ask for out of an NA tune. Um... Particularly that that engine, there's not there's not loads of wiggle room in it. That's why people supercharge them, but that's expensive. But um, but to be saying that you know a car's gone because they don't even know what it was to begin with, then they put the map on. Yeah, it's four fifty to four sixty. Says who? He's just put on it four fifty to four sixty. It's not been dyno clearly. That's like us doing it and then yeah, like just that. guessing, just guessing, saying mm, yeah. um, you've got stage one on your RS three now, your eight Y, um. It's 480. Yeah. Based upon the last one being 480. Yeah. Could be 500. Could be 485. Could be 460. Could be anything. You To, to truly do... Um, and this is the thing, in it? How do Audi... How do Audi know that that car is 395? They The engines go on a... Uh, the engine gets straight. It's like an engine dyno. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how do they know? What's to say Audi's... Um, is right. Well, yeah. Who knows? It's theirs that's it's been theirs. calibrated, isn't yeah, it? Of course it is, yeah. Everything's calibrated. That's what the point I'm trying to make. Because yeah. Audi say it's 395. Says who? Says their machine. Um, the only way you can... The only way, really, you can genuinely say a car's sort of like perform... Let's forget horsepower and stuff. Performance. It's how, it quick, how quickly it gets from here to there. Yeah. So when you go down Santa Pod and it takes you 11.6 seconds, 11.4, that's 
sort of like your speed are down uh, the quarter mile, right? Mm -hmm. And you do that in something else and it does nine seconds, you do something else and it does 13 seconds, right? They're all, you can't argue against that. No. All you can argue against is uh, weather conditions and uh, surface conditions. And then it doesn't matter what tires you've got on because they're the tires you've got on. But if you use them tires on a separate day, but different, when one's cold, one's hot, right? Uh, presumably the, the colder day you'll do better um you've, you've got a benchmark if it's the same tires unless they're really worn out but with horsepower you can't really like when we did the santa pod um michael shoeblacker had his um g8 g80 m3, m3 yeah and it's supposedly running 700 horsepower now um i don't it didn't feel to me 700 horsepower and it didn't get down the strip any quicker than your 450 horsepower RS3. Yeah, it's rear wheel drive, but you've still got X drives doing exactly the same. Yeah, X drives do about 11.4. They're 510 horsepower or 510 PS, 507 horsepower, I think they are. But I think but once you throw extra horsepower into a car, it doesn't really make that much difference until you get top end. Yeah. So when you maybe get 100 to 200 kilometers, whatever, so 60 to, what's that, 60 to 130, I think then the higher horsepower cars, that's where they come into their own. 100%. But, yeah. but in, the, in the real world, you don't, you don't need it there. You need it. You know, if you, if you want to be like smashing it away from the lights against your Fiesta ST and stuff like yeah. that, you know, you don't want a car that's wheel spinning on the spot because it's got too much power going through the back wheels. Unless you're this good a driver where you can feather the throttle. Mm -hmm. And like get it going off the line and without it just smoking up the back wheels. Yeah. So it's um It's definitely how it's definitely it's, about how it feels. It'd have been interesting if the that tuner said to the rather than saying, Oh yeah, it's four fifty to four sixty, they said to the chap who owned it before, um, right, take that out now, tell me how it feels, you know, and you come back and you're like, Yeah, yeah, fucking hell yeah, it's 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 mint that, it's really, really good. Um, I'm I'm really happy with it. it. Pulls better in here, and sometimes you have a bit of a placebo as well, don't you? But you'd, yeah, um, you'd be like, yeah, it, you know what? It does it does actually feel better, and that I think you should probably just leave it at that. Um, but unfortunately, people do. I mean, we we we're guilty of chasing figures, but it's YouTube. It's YouTube. It's I wouldn't for be YouTube. Asked, I wouldn't be asked otherwise. No, um, and that's purely because as well we know that 99% of the car community are interested in. Numbers. There's the one percent who aren't asked, who just just you know get on with it. But a lot of uh, you know the majority of people. So when it comes to people doing work on our cars, tuning wise, we've got to, we've got to give those figures because um, it, you guys will be interested to see what they are. And to be fair, part of me is interested. You know, I'm I'm interested to see more so because I'm in my mind. Then I go right. So what does 450 horsepower feel like then? Yeah. You know what does what does 500 horsepower feel like then? And I've driven cars. I drove your GTR at 666 horsepower and it felt a lot quicker than Kai's um, G80 M3 with nearly 700 horsepower. And but, I know it was my car, but yeah, exactly the same. Um, but then, so if somebody said to me, oh, it's 700 horsepower, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. It's mainly torque for me that uh, makes the difference in how fast the car feels. Well, remember the 570S we drove? Yeah. Now, in theory, Fucking that's that. 562 horsepower. Way more than that. Fuck me. They're that, talking shit. That was a... I mean, I've been in some cars, but that, the second gear in that is... It was scary. It's well over 600 horsepower, that. Well over. And it's the way the car feels when it delivers the power. It's just such a good fit. 
it's not it's not like if anything the power works in that in that mm-hmm. platform yeah it's enough yeah you, you could argue that that, that another 30, 40, 50 horsepower wouldn't go amiss. But I genuinely believe that car is fast enough to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Bearing in mind, Cities is tuned as well, though. Cities is tuned, yeah. So but it's even quicker. So it's even quicker. And, but the um, one we drove was fast. But really, I mean, I've been in Cities a few times now, and that one, I mean, we only drove that for a day, and we went. We didn't really go on the right roads. We drove to Manchester, and then we drove back through Trafford Park. It's not exactly the Peak District with some twisties and stuff. But um didn't feel any different, really. The thing for cities, uh, the green one on the road trip, if you've seen it, it's the way it sounds. It sounds mm. really good. You can hear the turbos and it's just the noise. It, it's, an, it's a nice sounding um, car. And, you know, I just don't think they need any more than 600 and, well, 600. I think they're just nice at that. Mm. Yeah, it was, um, it was quick that. Because it is rear wheel drive. And I like to say, thing. we've you driven spin the wheels up. We've driven cars. I drove that stage. You, you drove it actually, didn't you? That stage three, no, stage two, RSQ three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be five hundred and twenty, five hundred and thirty horsepower. Didn't like that car. No, I, it was more the gearbox tune on that car was. That was horrible. It was the turbo. Horrible. The turbo lag was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was. You could hear the turbo. Reminded me of an old car, to be honest, an old big turbo. Like a big turbo. Do you know what it reminded me of? The S15 yeah. with a big turbo. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the turbo noise, all of a sudden, bang. Yeah, you the wheels were... You were like, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, which is bad in a, in a rear-wheel drive car. I mean, I can imagine the, the power curve just doing that. Mm. You know, if you put it on a dyno, you know, yeah, you, you're gonna you're not going to get... I mean, you suppose you are going to get like um, a linear... You can get a linear curve... Um, with um, like a like a like a curve that's just nice and smooth yeah. on a turboed car, but that one felt really really sort of like just not nice. And funny because the RSQ3 that my wife's got, that's got a little jolt in second gear. It's like it's it's not a comfortable jolt. You put your foot you put your foot down and it sort of like just jumps in a little bit. It's like a weird power band type thing, but it's not smooth. I'd be very interested to get it on the dyno. And see what it does, but I reckon it'll do like it'll go up and it'll do that, and then it'll smooth a bit. So it'll go and then a plat, and then it'll go again. It's anything like the RS3, yeah. It goes up and then it dips down. There's like quite a big dip after the first initial bit, and then it goes back up a tiny bit, and then yeah. level tails off. Definitely there, and <clears throat> and I reckon that's a problem with the car. It needs a tune. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because. Uh, talking to Ben about it, and he's interesting. If you ever get a chance to talk to a calibrator or you know people that actually write maps for these cars and, and do custom tuning. Um, they're interesting to talk to about certain things. And he says, you know, they'll create a tune and then that tune goes on every single car. So everyone isn't sat with a guy in it on a dyno going right and fine tuning everything. It's literally, there's the map for that car. So that now goes on all of the ECUs. And then bearing in mind, these these cars and engines and things are all made by robots and shit, but there's still going to be slight different, little tiny different um bits in them that are going to make all the cars different and that's why a custom tune is um is the best way to go because it's you know any components you have for instance the racing line oh excuse me carbon intake you know that needs to be factored into a tune now because if you just did a normal stage one map with potentially with you know um standard components it's not going to work to its full efficiency although it'll still be fine and really when you think um maps off the shelf 
if that's the case, then that map has been done on that car. Like the the car has been mapped out of factory because the cars are mapped out of factory. Otherwise, you fucking wouldn't know what to do, would it? No. With all the fuel and everything. So it's the same. An off-the-shelf map isn't, in theory, the right thing to do. Because well, you need you need it. If you want it perfect, because that, that off-the-shelf might do the same as out of the factory with a weird bleeding jump on the Well, that's where you have the likes of a reputable tuner won't just put a factory, it won't just put an off-the-shelf map on your car and go, great, your car's mapped. Like you'd get some of these people that are mapping cars on people's driveways because then you've got no way of testing anything. Awesome will take, say for argument's sake, the APR map. So they'll take that off-the-shelf map, the APR map, which, by the way, I know I never did a video on it because I sold the car, but that APR map on my old car was fucking brilliant. It was really, really good. Um, but Tabby then put that on the car and then he does more runs and he's checking and tweaking, um, is it fuel trims or something? There's there's things that he tweaks on that map just to, there's things he can't do that are beyond his um, his level of control. He can't go in and start completely changing the whole map, but there are things that he can tweak and change to um, tailor it more to that specific car. Once he's done that and he's happy with that, he then takes it out on the road and he'll drive it around on the road to make sure it's not pulling any time in and it's not doing this, it's not doing that, there's no knock and all that kind of stuff. And that's that's what you want from a tuner and that's what awesome do. And there's plenty of other tuners that, that go to that level of tuning your car. So if anybody ever says, oh, it's only a stage one map, why is it a grand or something? Because it's not just about, obviously they've got the licensing fee to pay for the actual map to begin with. And then there's a mark upon that, obviously, that's they're a business. But you've got the labour of an individual and dyno time. And they're on it um, all day. And they're on it all day. It's a full they, day's job. They, they tweet, I don't know for a stage one map, it might not be. But, um, oh, custom. When, when uh, Ben was on ours. No, that's the, completely different to what I'm talking about. Completely different. He wrote that map from the ground up. Yeah, that, yeah. so a custom. That's, that like wasn't a, an off-the-shelf. A I'm, custom map. No, I'm talking about somebody tweaking an off-the-shelf oh, map. Oh, right, yeah. So they're putting it on. But it's still a long process because yeah. on the RS4, there's two ECUs that they need to flash. yeah. So, yeah. and each one takes half an hour. So every time you write um, something to it, it takes an hour alone just to do. So if you tweak one thing and then it takes an hour to put that onto the ECUs. Mm -hmm. So if you do that three times straight away, that's, you might as well say four, at least four hours because you've got to tweak it in between. So you're looking at three, three tweaks is about five hours worth of um, easier. Yeah, so and he, it, it probably is. It's not far off a, a full day of, of tweaking. Yeah, for a custom ground up, not never written map before. Yeah, it probably takes even longer than that. To be fair, but yeah, yeah, on on a custom one. But I'm talking. I was talking about no, like the, just the one um, that. Well, I didn't know um, that he's wrote it from 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 the ground up. Yeah, I thought it was at least a base a base coding of some some description. Well, it it had been one. If it was, it had been one that he wrote because it. Put, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, he put a map on his a, boss's car. His boss had an RS4. From what I remember, it was some. He was tweaking something. It, I don't think it was a. Right. I don't think it was something fresh because, I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not a coder, a tuner, code or whatever. But I can only imagine there's a lot of shit. He he showed us the the computer. Fucking numbers, just a grid. Just shit fucking load of numbers. numbers. Yeah. And to be honest, Tom, as much as we're not going to get onto Tom, he showed us the laptop with all them figures on it when he plugged the S15 in. Yeah. And it's just a shitload of numbers on screen, all saying something that we don't really know. No idea. So, yeah, it's going to be... Um, either way, it's a long process, no matter what, whether it's tweaking, whatever. It's a long process. Just like I say, for the RS4, it's an hour just to flash the ECUs. Mm. It, yeah, easy. 
And that's um, that's the thing. That's all you need to look out for. If anybody's ever tuning the cars, if there's one thing we've learned, it's just to make sure that your tune is reputable. If anybody's says uh, when we had the Clio, obviously you guys know we've sold the Clio now, unfortunately. But when we had the Clio and uh, Pimmy, who half owned that car with me, was saying that um, his mate was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've got um, I've got maps for that car on my laptop. I'll I'll put a map on it for you." And I was like, "No, you fucking won't, mate." Because he was on about just literally plugging his laptop in and, and putting a map on the car. I was like, how do you know it's safe? Yeah, and true. Pimmy was like, oh, it's only a clear one. It? It'll be fine. I was like, no, thanks. But again, is it worth it on them? Cause well, not really. It's an NA car and it probably would have got another five or ten horsepower, but it could have been an absolutely horrific map. But um, you definitely want people to be you know, live mapping it on a dyno and then going out and road testing it with the laptop plugged in and making sure that all... All the car is doing what it needs to be doing and there's still plenty of headroom and nothing's getting pushed to its limits and stuff like that. And that's it. You guys know that already. We've learned this along the way. Um because we up until YouTube I'd never mapped a car in my life. Um and uh yeah. The going off the APR map that was on my eight V, the white one. The biggest difference it was a big difference putting it on in drive. The biggest difference was taking it back off when I sold it. Hmm. Fucking hell. I'd never thought that a car with, because we dynoed that car stock at 395 horsepower. I never thought a car with nearly 400 horsepower would feel slow, but it did real slow. And it's relative, isn't it? If mm. you come out of a 200 horsepower car, it's going to feel rapid. And yeah. that's why. Where Where's the limit? Where's the limit? When you're buying cars and stuff, if, you, if you're at something at 600, then you can't really go below. But then if you went to something at 900, for, for, for argument's sake, and there's not many factory cars out there at 900 horsepower, you're talking Ferraris and stuff, like hybrids that are going to do like 1,000. But I was talking, is it the SF90? Yeah. Um, the When I went into Ferrari to look at that, um, super fast, it was like only, it's only 1,000 horsepower for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a short period of time, and then it goes back down to whatever. I don't even know what it goes down still to. Still a shitload. But still yeah. a shitload for, for, for a short period of time. Yeah. But, you know, if you was driving a 800 horsepower car, yeah, you might be able to go down to seven. Well, it's power to weight. So let's go yeah. power to weight. So if you're driving a car with 400 horsepower per ton, could you go down then to one with 300 horsepower per ton? And you'd be like, fucking hell, it's, this is slow. Mm. But it's funny talking about weight because the GTR was 1750, I think, and that was 666. But... Say you did buy a 570S, I think they're about 1250 or something or 1300 and not much. Then if you went 600 LT, I think they're 1250, especially if you go for the, uh, yeah, I think that's why it's a 600 LT because it's you've got even more. But a 600 LT is like a, it can be a full-blown track car because you can have no aircon and stuff. Right. So you can even get more weight out. So say you get a 600 LT down to 1200 yeah. and that's running let's say 600 horsepower, even though it's slightly less, that's going to feel massively massively faster than a GTR at 6.66, just because it's 500 kilos lighter. Yeah. Well, um, why, why are you talking about McLaren so much, mate? I don't know. Why are you talking about McLaren Well, I was so actually looking for a 600 LT because right. I like the styling. I like the big uh, rear diffuser. I like the wing. Even though you said you didn't want a track focus car. I didn't, know, but um, I looked... Well, let's let's be honest. I looked at I looked at enough. So started off on uh, I wanted a seven twenty. Did I want a seven twenty S at the start? No, what, maybe I wanted a GTR AMG GTR at the start. And then yeah. I looked at seven twenties. Then I went to um, and I was on GTRs and seven twenties for a long time. Then I went to 
thinking, do I want a Ferrari? Pista. Then I thought, I'm not going to drive it because it's a limited edition and I'm just going to be worried about mileage. I want something I can drive. Then I was like V12, 812 super fast. Um, and then I was like, I put an offer in on that car at Ferrari, actually. Has he ever got back to you? No, didn't even reply. <laughs> um, so it was up for 320 which I looked, and it was massively overpriced. So I looked at all the others, and obviously massively overpriced is subjective. I thought it was anyway. Looked at the others, and the top end of the scale was 280 for all the other cars. There was a couple at more than 300, but, you know. So I offered 280, didn't even reply. So I uh, didn't go with that. I'm not paying like 40 grand um, over list. No. Over what I think is list price anyway. Um, secondhand list price, by the way. So then I went on to 600 LTs, went to look at a couple at Manchester McLaren, still fancied a 720. And then the 600 LT was like 150, 160. And then a city in the green McLaren is like, oh, you're getting into 720 money there. And the only reason I didn't pick a 720 at the beginning is because all the ones I've seen that I liked um, exterior wise, color, and the carbon pack and stuff like that. They were all look, um, luxury spec, which is uh, leathers inside. Right. Uh, leather steering wheel, leather seats. And I was like, I don't really want that. Purely because um, I like Alcantara and suede. And I had it in my GT3 and I love that cabin. It was like, it's so nice to be in. And then when I got my GTR, that was a leather interior. They didn't give the option unless, I don't know if the Nismo did an Alcantara interior, but I didn't get the option on the Prestige or the Recaro or the base model. They don't, they don't give you that option. And that's one thing I missed. So when I was looking for a car, I thought I really, really want, and I went in a 720, Ricky's, LLF Ricky's. And the first thing I, when I got in, I was like, wow, this is, this is nice. This is a nice, I was only in the passenger seat. This is a nice place to be. Felt really, really comfortable. Um, so that's what I started looking for. And I just couldn't find one. Um, and then I just gave up because I couldn't find one. I thought, I'm not buying something and compromising on the interior. And then I don't even know how I got to it. And then I was looking at 600, went to Manchester McLaren last week, and then come back and thought, just have another look for a 720. Found one in Scotland, but it was a really, really bright color, like a bright green uh, and I didn't want a green car because obviously he's got one. Coming over to the green side. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's, it's like fluorescent green. It looks mint. So it's Napier green. It's brighter um, green than mine. Uh, it's an S, um, MSO colour. Uh, so it's a special colour that you pay extra money for. I think it's just, it's got flex in it. And Do you know what like, MSO stands for? McLaren Special Operations. We- <laughs> yeah, tell his foot a deposit down on <laughs> yeah. one, can't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... I, yeah, I, the, the colour's nice, and I believe in the flesh. I've not seen this car. I've not actually eyeballed it in real life. Why? Got, because it's in Glasgow, and it's hey, three yeah. hours away. So yeah. it's a six-hour round trip, which I've got no issues doing. Four hours, aren't it? Yeah, I, I Googled it, it at three. Three hours. Three, yeah. Um, and to be honest, you can do it quicker than that, because it's the, it's the M6 going north. No one's on it. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like the M6 toll of the north, isn't it? Yeah, no one's on it. Once you get past the lakes... Mm. <laughs> Done, aren't you? Yeah. So um, uh, the guy, Lee, at uh, Glasgow uh, McLaren, he sent me a walk around picture. And I, did I tell you about the story about someone else who we know looked at the exact same car? Yes. So, so Jordan told me yeah. that Siddy had looked at it. Yeah. yeah. So Siddy, who did the road trip last week, 
I asked him how much a McLaren, um, and this is the difference with Ferrari and McLaren. Ferrari, you get seven years free servicing. Yeah. And um, two year warranty. Yeah. And McLaren, you get one year warranty from the dealer because it's, it's three years old now. Um, and fuck and you, all and servicing. You, and, you, and you get no servicing. So I asked Sidi, I was like, because he's got a, a warranty on his 570S, how much for the um, 720? He seems to think it's about three grand a year. So, yeah, it's three grand. So there's all these little things that make a car quite expensive, not just to buy it, to purchase the car, the running cost and stuff like that. So um, I put a deposit on it, pending the finance, and this is where we come to the guy. So I'm going to put a big chunk of money in, well, in what I class as a big chunk of money. We must stress. Only because... This is from your other business, though. It's nothing to do with this business. Oh, yeah, nothing to do with this one. So... um, I'm putting a chunk in, so worst case scenario, the market goes back to where it was. And, oh, it's a spider, by the way. So it is considerably more expensive than a coupe. Um, so the... Get the if, wind in your air. If, yeah. Do you know, the reason I, I wanted a spider in the end, because I thought to myself, we did that road trip last week. Yeah. And when you drive it, I mean, it wasn't particularly warm, was it? It was all right. It, it was got a couple of late days. teens, a couple of days, didn't it? Yeah. Early, and, late teens, early 20s. In, in, when was it Hotel Clara? It was warm, wasn't it? Yeah, when we got low down, because we were in the Alps for four days. Yeah. And um, and really, you know, in the Alps, you'd probably, that, that's where it was picturesque. And you had mm. the, the white um, Alps behind, you know, like snow on the Alps and everything. It just looked really nice. And I thought to myself, if the weather was a, l- a little bit nice, it would be nice driving around with the roof down. Yeah, you know. And I just thought to myself, it doesn't look like a like a like a, um, a spider when the roof's up no, because no. it's a hard roof, right? Yeah. It's a glass glass, glass. roof, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's um, I forget what the name of it is, but you can dim it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them Mad. electro, ele- like a electro, whatever they're called, where you can press a button and it makes the glass tinted and then press a button and it makes it see-through. Yeah. There is a proper word for it, I can't remember. Fucking expensive if that goes wrong. Oh, yeah, you 100%. Or, um, it, or it breaks. Well, you know, the, the breaking thing, I told you, didn't I, about Jordan, so he just bought his 720S Spider, not to neg you out, mate, but he uh, his roof was stuck halfway down. Really? Yeah, he had it a week. So, a week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Just Does it come well, with a recovery truck that follows you around or what? <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Well, it's uh, YouTube videos, isn't it? Yeah, That's drama, mate. Drama. You didn't buy it for YouTube, though, did you? This car I have not bought for YouTube. I would quite happily not even reveal this car. The only reason I'm telling you guys is because we appreciate your support for the channel and for us. So I try and, say, I try and tell you guys everything, even though this goes on YouTube and stuff like that. But I would quite happily not drop the car on YouTube. Don't then. But, but it's ad rev, isn't it? You do a, do a video and you get the money off the ad rev. Yeah. Um, so I'd be sort of like, what I'm saying is I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered whether we do. The fact is it's going to get a video on it purely because we need we need money coming into the channel. Well, we could do a bit of um, a bit of a funny skit. So we could just do like normal videos on all the other cars and then you give it like two seconds per video. So you just go and yeah, there's a McLaren. And then uh, you just carry on with the, with the video and people will be like, what the fuck <laughs> is he? Why, why are we only getting a fucking glimpse of this fluorescent green um, car in the corner there? What's going on? I could do that. Yeah. yeah I think it would wind yeah. more then, people up. Than I, think, it, yeah, <laughs> I think, it would, even yeah. though we'd be like, ha ha. It'd be funny, funny. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, and this is to say this car is going to actually show up. Um, <laughs> you know, oh uh, yeah, is he message the way the. I mean, we we're, we're hearing nothing back. Um, 
and it's mad because like ben said when when i got my gt3 gtr just everything that involves finance it's just done straight away it's just like yeah i'll have it um sort the finance out but the dealer's sorting the finance out here's my deposit and I'll, i want to pay whatever it is you know yeah that's fine and you, you you agree the the payments each month and you know there's just nothing is it it was like monday monday morning first thing you got onto it and nothing's happened yet even though the documents have been submitted and everything like that um and everything is there the all the everything's in place there's no reason it shouldn't go through but you know who knows i never know I never know until you never know until you know. No. So I don't want to like I wouldn't do a video saying like I watch other YouTube. It's like should I buy this or that? You know, and and they go and they, before they've bought it. But I just think I'll I'll jinx it if I if I say yeah. You know, I'm proper like I don't mind telling you guys because like 208 uh, Patreons. I don't feel like I'm sort of like um, tempting fate. No. But if you do a video and then a hundred thousand people watch it. I just think I'd be tempted. I don't know why. I just think there's more people. And like I say, it's embarrassing if you don't get it from a financial point of view because, you know. Oh, yeah, it's proper embarrassing if you can't afford 200 and... How much was it? <laughs> but the thing is, it's the same with... Uh, you buy a house. Not many people buy houses cash unless you're fucking loaded. Nope. You know, everyone's... The majority of people that are in their own property... It's like when um, when finance. Do you own your own property? Well, no. The bank does, yeah. The bank does. I've got a mortgage on it. I own twenty percent of it, mm. or twenty one percent of it, or twenty two, whatever you want to factor in. Because the guy was like, uh, "How much equity?" And I thought, uh, "I don't know." It's like, and then I just told him a figure, just because I know how much the mortgage was, and I paid a little bit off it. Um, when I say a little bit, probably quite a lot in monies because I've been here for six or six and months or so mm. ish, six or seven months. Big dollar. December, January, no, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, so six, six or seven months of payments. So I must have paid a, a couple of quid off it. Damn. Um, I just hope the interest rate stays down low. <laughs> and I think that's why I want to pull the trigger on a car now rather than in two months' time because I can see the interest rate going up a little bit more. Once you lock in your interest rate now, that's it. Yeah. There's no like, oh, well, it's going to go up. when the in It's not a tracker, is it? It's not a tracker PCP. No. And it'll go up. Um, and then after four years or whatever, they do the finance over. I'll decide, see what happens, and then... So are we doing a carbon body kit? Straight for exhaust, get yep. tuned. Uh, yep. What else are we doing? Well, I want I want the noise. I know they don't sound shit anyway, but I definitely want noise. And at this moment in time, I'm not really bothered about loads of extra power just because it's rear-wheel drive, and I think 700 horsepower through two rear wheels is probably... I'll, I'll drive the car for six months. They're about 750, 760, I think, in real world. Right. Well, I'm going to drive the car this year, yeah. I'm going to put an exhaust on it probably sooner rather than later. It'd probably be the first thing. Then Titaniums. Maybe, yeah, I want I want it sounding really nice. Because um, you know, that's the thing. The first thing I did to my GTR when I got it, I took it to AC and I put the the Y-pipe on and it transformed the noise. Yeah. But they sounded shit stock anyway. Um, 720Ss, they sound decent from factory. They're not... I mean, every they can always sound better. That's why aftermarket exhaust uh, companies exist. Mm -hmm. So... But I'll try and do that straight away. And then the body kit is £14,000. <laughs> but 
um google it ct carbon 720s full kit it looks amazing carbon fiber bonnet splitter side skirts wings wings like front wings yeah the fen like the fenders is that what they're called yeah, that's the on, american way yeah, of th- that's what they call it on the thing so when it says front fenders wings. but the the uh the vented yeah they the look lo- louvers or whatever they're called um the diffuser at the back is the bit that i look at and i think wow makes it look like it's going towards a 765 lt yeah obviously not got the four exhaust coming out of the back but the rear it needs that it needs that gap shortening from the bottom of the rear bumper to the floor and the splitter yeah the definitely. diffuser sorry i mean all that money that mclaren have spent getting that rear diffuser right for the downforce on that car and you're like nah fuck that it needs the gap needs to be smaller than that what are you talking about mr fucking physics scientist dickhead you don't know anything no i'm thinking i'm saying aesthetically <laughs> <laughs> from, right. from a view so from, all your hard my, work with my eyes that's <laughs> so all your hard work you've done getting that gap to that point because it makes the most amount of downfalls i'm about to ruin that right. with a load well, of carbon. i've got an argument i've got an argument why what? is the 765 like that uh, well that'll be precision i rest my case that'll be precision it's not going to be something that look at it's it not look gonna at be it some from... carbon made in china is it it's precision so you're saying ct carbon's from china i don't know I don't know where it's from. I'm saying it could have been. You know, been trying to get a discount off him. This isn't a good, this, this is made in house, right? In England. I've no idea. In I the don't UK. Know. Hopefully. By, I don't know. By like, um, do you know that for a fact? Specially vetted. No, I don't. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> a fucking 14 grand. I hope some Chinese person's not making it because I want it for four grand if it is. Uh, hey, do you know what? If some Chinese person had made you a McLaren, it'd probably have less panel gaps in it. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> Do you know what? That's the thing about it. I'm just not going to have to look. Yeah. But the thing is... Um, what you'd have to do is crash it, get it put back together, and there won't be any panel gaps there. Well, yeah. Touch wood, that doesn't happen, by the way. Do you know what's funny? Because um, I was reading a, some sort of article on it. Um, they said the chassis, the carbon tub, is is practically unbreakable. So if the car's in a crash, the, the carbon fibre sh- uh, tub, um, you don't have to worry about it. Only you... Right, so for those who don't know, Leroy here, if he goes on holiday anywhere, he's the kind of person, before he goes, will start YouTubing <laughs> um, plane crashes and air, yeah. air investigations and that I kind of I want to know what's going to happen if we crash. Right, well, you're going to be dead, mate. That's what's going to yeah, happen. No, at least I know. <laughs> I just want to know about I want it. it. I like to know about aerodynamics. Yeah, so you know for the majority of people who don't want to know and just bury their head in the sand and go, yeah, I hope, I hope we make it from here to there and we're all good. Do you know why, so, I, do you know why I watch it? Why? Sorry to interrupt you, right? Why? Have you seen an aircraft wing in a, in a wind tunnel? Yeah, they flex. It's like they flex foot. massively. It's like, like three or four foot in it up and down, maybe more than that. No, way more. Right. Absolutely way more. Um, when my wife is sat next to me and I've got fucking uh, nail marks yeah. in my arm. Yeah. Right, nice. Look, we'll just pause this for one second. We will finance guys here. So we are back after the little phone call there with the finance uh, guy. So just submitted some documents and hopefully um, that'll keep the ball rolling. Fingers crossed, mate. Well, it is fingers crossed, and yeah, you know, fingers crossed. All twenty-one of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, we'll keep you updated on how that goes. Um, Hopefully, well. So. I don't even know where we was up to then, but... No, me neither. But i tell you what I did have, um, moving us on very quickly. So Ben from Racing Line has very, very kindly said, for all the help that we've helped them with, with the tuning box and other bits, um, he has very kindly offered us two tickets to Goodwood. Nice, thank you very much. And two? We, yeah. 
Yeah. It's going to go down well, isn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is only for one day. Oh, right. So it's not like a full weekend thing. It's literally going down Goodwood. And then you'd probably go down the day before, stay over. Because looking at the diary, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we look busy. So we'd have to right. probably go down on Wednesday, stay over Wednesday night, and then go Thursday and drive back Thursday night. And it is only jollies for us because we don't film. Not for, no, not for that. But it's great to see um, a lot of the guys that we we work with. Yeah. Um, Racing line, the guys obviously are down there. But also we were asked, I've been asked loads of times on Instagram and on um, YouTube, are we going to Goodwood? Are we going to Goodwood this year? Um, the group that we went on the European road trip with, uh, a lot of them lads are going. Um, so it would be good to go. We've It's just been one of them that's like, it's it's more money and... Um, yeah, hotels we, are not cheap. Hotels they know it, they know and fuel it's and... Um, we just prioritised other stuff, haven't we? And it'll be better this year anyway, because the uh, last year was, I spoke to a guy, first time I'd gone, but he said it's not, it's not the best. I think because we were just coming out of COVID. Yeah, it was well, weird that, last we were still, year. We were still in COVID, really, weren't we? I mean, we're out yeah. of it now. And it was no start, it was rained, which I've been now, what, four four times, I think? And that's the first time it ever, first time it ever rained. I mean, it was still fine. It was a bit windy, you had to have a jacket on. I was like, it's weird. The last three times before that I've been, and obviously, you know, me and my Greek complexion, I go like a really, really nice golden brown. Um, but weirdly, when I'm down there, I go bright pink um, <laughs> and dead sore. <laughs> and that's what usually happens because you're basically in France, aren't you, down there? Yeah, you're not far off. You're closer to France than we are here. Definitely. So, yeah. But um, it is good. Last year was just a bit, it was just a weird, it was just weird. The, the rain and, um, yeah. I don't know, it was just a weird a weird vibe last year, but uh, it should be back to normal, hopefully. Hopefully. Mm. And, um, yeah, but I don't know how two tickets will go down. My missus, she loves all the car stuff. Uh, or she's just coming to keep an eye on me. Who knows? Yeah. But she does like to go and sort of like have a look around. I mean, you, I don't know, would you be able to get a ticket? Are they sold mm, out? Definitely sold out. Definitely sold I out. I checked, yeah. So I'll right. speak to Ben and see what's what. Worst yeah. case, we'll fuck you off and I'll, I'll just go with someone else. Yeah, Crack on, mate. No, seriously. <laughs> Crack on if you want to go. I'm only uh, token. I'm fine, me. I'm, um, I c- Is your missus cop blocking you now? Do you know what? I used to love going to... She probably would do, actually, yeah. I, lo- I used to love going to, like, events, like... I've never been to Goodwood, but that type of thing. Go watch all the car stuff. I used to go touring cars every year. Uh, I've not been for ages. Well, it's COVID. Like, it's saying you've not been for ages. COVID fucked everything up, and now everything's, like, back on. Like, you're sort of, like, out of the habit of going because touring cars is on. It's either just been on or I don't watch it on TV. I like going because the noise out of them things is amazing. So, like, Goodwood and stuff. But I'm not really a, you know, I can take it or leave it. Right. I like going, yeah. but I can take it or leave it. I'm not like, oh, I have to go, I have to go, I have to go. Um, Vegas, the F1's on next year. I have to go to that, you know, because I love, I love Vegas. I'm not too bothered about uh, F1. But Vegas and F1 going down the strip, that's going to be amazing. So I'm going to bend over backwards, literally, sure to get to get to go there. Right, but um, you got, you're going to help me get there as well, yeah? I, I would help you get there. I just need you, a solicitor. If hey, you, this is a point. If anyone knows a solicitor that helps with um, uh, immigration into America, specialist. When, when you've been naughty. Specialist. Um, you know, there's two, you 208 Patreons, right? Um, if there's anybody, if it was 208,000 Patreons, yeah. I would like, definitely someone's going to be in there. Someone in there is an immig- immigration solicitor. The odds um, are pretty... But uh, 208 pretty people, I don't think the well, odds no, are very goes, good. Well, no, it goes onto YouTube eventually, doesn't it, in like 
two months' time. Probably yeah. be too late by then. But I've I spoken to... It's next year. All right. I've next, spoken uh, to, next November. I've spoken to loads of people about... Um, or loads of solicitors and firms that advertise that they help with getting into America. And then when I say, this is what I need, they're like, oh, no, no, we don't do that. So basically, he beat his brother up like 10 years ago and um, the oh, police come, arrested him. We had an argument. Yeah, beat his brother up. I, I know the way he's a very aggressive person. <laughs> Fucking bad-tempered bastard. Um, if so you it, met me brother, you'd, you'd fucking be like, yeah, fair play, he deserves it, he's a dickhead. So he beat him up and uh, the police turned up and then he got in trouble and there was no... It Basically, America, everything's like... They take it over the heads, don't they? Because everyone's like got guns and shit. So they, they, they have to be careful. Mm. So oh, mate, it was, it was mad. Like yeah. the when the police actually turned up at the house in America, in Arizona... Um, I just literally just had a pair of shorts on um, because obviously it's Arizona. It's fucking roasting there. It's like 40 degrees. And um, the as I, I was nervous because it was in the garage, you know, when they all have electric uh, thingies. And uh, I was stood in the garage and there was two um, cars and two coppers and then a third one pulled up. As the third one pulled up, I put my hand in my pockets because I was nervous as fuck. I didn't know what to do with my hands. And the guy went straight for his gun. And said, keep your hands where I can see him. And I was like, fucking hell, mate, I'm from the UK. We punch people in the face. We don't shoot each other. That's what we do. Um, yeah. And um, Start drawing your pistol. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I had an argument with my brother in the back garden. And my mum's ex-husband, who's an absolute um, quilt, uh, he was out truck driving. Um, my mum told um, him about it. He then rang the police at wherever he was in the thing, told them that I was like really aggressive, that I'd um, twatted him before, uh, which is a stretch of the truth. Um, but I punched him before because he punched me first. And then, um, yeah, so the police came, thought that I was some sort of absolute fucking lunatic and I should be in like a mental asylum. And um, they actually found me asleep in my bed. When the police came in, they woke me up. That's how fucking mad it would all got. And um, anyway... Yeah, the guy was like, "Well, I've got, I've got to, I've got to basically arrest you and take you to take you to jail." I was like, "Why?" And he said, "Because we've we go out to like loads of domestic cases, and um, in the past we've left thinking that everything's fine. And then a few hours later, we've had to go back and we're putting somebody in a body bag." I was yeah, like, well, "Just should have said to him, well, that's my problem." Isn't it? I know, yeah. You don't have to worry about that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's fine because at the back of our house is like a big wash. So, because in Arizona, there's not really any drainage because it, it doesn't rain much. But when it does, it fucking pisses it down. But it's like a big wash thing with like cactus, you know, saguaro cactuses. I was like, I'd just fucking push his body down there. Just yeah. push him down there. You'd never know, would you? Well, they protect and serve, don't they, in America? Oh, fucking hell, you're not joking. Well, um, anyway, that all that all happened. And then I've never been arrested in England. I was there for nine months and got arrested because of that fucking idiot. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm surprised you've not been arrested in England. Why? Why? Are you from Stoke? Yeah. Do you know what the police... They have, like, two police to every one person in Stoke. <laughs> they do. Fuck That's off, the ratio. No, it is. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He's from fucking Gorton, this lad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any police in Gorton. <laughs> Just let you all get on with it. No point. Giving up. Yeah, they give up. It's like, fuck this. I can't be arsed. <laughs> we're fighting. We're pissing in the wind here, lads. Come on. Let's go. Let's go to... Um, let's go to the pub. <laughs> let's go to the pub. There's no pubs there anymore. They're all shut. Fucking hell. 
But anyway, uh, yeah. So there we there we go. That's a little yeah. bit of a story about that. And then yeah. I went to court, and then they set the thing in me anger management. And then I came home in the middle of my anger management courses that I didn't need. Come home back um, to the UK. Bear in mind, this was two thousand and nine, so I was twenty years of age. And then when um, he goes back to America, he gets uh, turned around and say, "You're not welcome here, dickhead. See yeah. you later." So I just need I just need to sort that out because I'd like to go back. I'm not asked about. I'm not asked about well, whatever, but I would like to go back because there's SEMA and yeah, yeah. Uh, on, the yeah. Vegas thing. Well, the um, I was watching something on customs last night. I know it just come to me now. Um, there was a woman coming to uh, into America. I forget where it was. And because she admitted to smoking marijuana in Colorado, so it's legal in the state in, of yeah. in Arizona to smoke weed, yeah. it's still a federal offense to smoke weed. What? Right, yeah. So because they're federal officers at the airport, yeah, it doesn't matter. But because she has admitted to smoking marijuana, it was fucking weird. It was fucked up actually. It's just a, it's a bit of a contradiction in like the law, um, in my opinion. So because sounds they, because, very American. Yeah, because they knew because she said because they were like, oh, have you ever smoked? Whatever they got, however they got that out of her, but she admitted to it, and they said, right, well, you're going back to Australia. She'd come from Australia, twelve hour flight. See you later, mate. Um, even though she could go to Colorado, Arizona, and um, sorry, I was going to say Colorado, Colorado is not, not in Arizona. Arizona. Sorry, it was Colorado, not Arizona. Because yeah. um, she went to because it's because it's legal to to smoke marijuana there, and she admitted it because her boyfriend was there or something like that. Yeah. If she'd not admitted it, they probably would have let her in. But she could have then gone to Colorado, smoked marijuana. And it's legal, but because they they said it was because it was federal law that it's illegal. It's only legal in separate states, not in Which every state, like is it? Countries, aren't they? they yeah, I know. It's like Vegas; you can smoke it now, and California and stuff. And you've you got can do whatever the fuck you want in Vegas, can't you? Everything's legal now. Yeah, yeah. literally everything's legal. So, um, yeah, they they fucked her off back on the plane. So they don't they don't fuck about, do they? There. No, they, well, just, they just turn you around and you got turned around, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, because I tried the a year later, because my mum still lives there, and a year later, so in 2010, I um, was going over to see them for Christmas um, and uh, I flew out to Philadelphia Airport and I got off and then they scanned my eyes and then put all my documents in a red folder and sent me off to Border Control. You sure where, it was a red folder, not brown? No, it's definitely red. And then... Um, because uh, I only know that because he said take this red folder over to board control <laughs> no not, shit not the brown folder because <laughs> I'd have been like you sure that's not brown that mate um, but um, green. like the colour of my pants at the minute <laughs> but uh, yeah and he said and then right no joke at, this is on my life I swear to god right so the, the guy who interrogated me I was in there for 11 hours in, pass, in the border control so the guy who interrogated me his name was Francisco Casanova. <laughs> no shit. That was a made-up name, that. Well, I mean, for me, you can imagine what I was like at nearly 21. I was... Well, actually, no, at that time, I was 21. I was nearly 22 in January. And um, I was, like, struggling to keep a straight face because I seen his name badge, Francisco <laughs> Casanova, who even calls that, the kids that. That's why you got turned around. Nothing to do with your previous. Yeah, because he's got a stupid fucking name. Who even calls <laughs> a kid that? Well, obviously his parents. Ridiculous. And now he's working at border control. Yeah. But to be fair, he was a dick at first. And then I think he realised when I told him the whole story, because obviously he asked about the whole thing and what had happened and all this kind of shit. And the reason why he wasn't turning me around because of the 
um, the fact I got arrested, he was turning me around because I'd overstayed my visa. Because when I actually moved to America, I moved to stay. But um, after all this debacle, me and my mum fell out because, long story, and then uh, I just came home. But at that point, I'd overstayed my visa by 72 days. So, um, yeah, the rest is history. So they actually kicked me out and sent me on a flight back home because I'd overstayed my visa, which is right. It's the rules, isn't it? And the guy even said to me, he's like, mate, if it was up to me, because um, I showed him like all my bills and my job and all that kind of shit, I was like, I'm, I'm settled in the UK. I'm not here to overstay my visa. I, I came to live, but I'm just coming to visit now. And he was like, mate, if it was up to me, I'd give you the visa. But the computer literally, computer says, says no. Says no. <laughs> computer says no. He said, it literally will not um, issue you a, uh, a visa. Like, it won't issue you one. And you can't of, do the ESTA before because it just won't work. And the ESTA, he said, uh, what was it now? The visa waiver program, which is the ESTA, um, you've, uh, because you overstayed that visa, uh, you overstayed the previous visa, you're... Um, can't you just change your name? You're completely Shit. exempt. I suppose you could, yeah. But they'd know that on the passport number, I suppose, wouldn't they? It'd all flag up. No, because you'd have a new passport, wouldn't you? But then it'll all be linked, surely. Do you know, my passport doesn't even work on the automatic. I've I know, away yeah, with yeah. you plenty Loads of times. times, yeah. It doesn't work. I always they go, go through the automatic. It doesn't work, mate. Just go through. I'm telling you right now, for all the time I've had this, it doesn't work. Just go through. It doesn't work. I'll go to there. I could have fucking gone there. <laughs> Everyone else is pissed off with the bags. And I'm fucking stuck there. And he's looking at me. I'm like, I ask him every now and then, not every single time. So, any ideas why that doesn't work? No, no, everything's fine with it. Fuck's sake, why, why, why me? Why? I think it's because the picture on it is like you with braces and loads of hair. So I think, uh, I think people Bullshit, are just like, mate. Bullshit. Like, that can't be you. That surely the computer looks at it and goes, Bullshit. no, he's got fucking, he's got braces and he's got fucking <laughs> like a, he's got curtains. He's got an afro. <laughs> got an afro, yeah. Afro curtains. <laughs> well, I don't know about you. Um, I'm fucking melting up I'm here. I'm melting up here. It's so, so what? We, you're going to have to just, you're going to have to give us a, like a little bit of a pass out here. Uh, because I don't think I can do anything. We need a Velux here. You can't see it, but it's just like exposed beams on the on the. And I think it's literally we're in, even though it's not glass, we're in a greenhouse. Yeah, that so must we need be, it fixing. That must be like uh, thermal, you know, that stops the heat from escaping. Yeah. So obviously the heat's coming up because downstairs it's nice and cool, but up oh, here, it's amazing oh my downstairs. god, it is roasting. So knowing the wind comes from back to front and it comes yeah. through so if you've got a couple of windows up yeah, there perfect, to get yeah. the to get the breeze in we'd be blowing shit over but we'd be nice and cool oh so. yeah all, all this would just be yeah, like all it, over the place well yeah to be fair we need to set fire to this shit anyway <laughs> um, anyway but yeah thank you for uh, tuning in today as they say and uh, we'll be back next week and we had a mixing, good one today you're mixing RS4 with Mercedes there yeah don't worry about it um, but yeah um, the crowd um, we have the live the live um, audience, as usual, and they're roasting. To be honest, they're like um, they're all, they're they're all still, puddles on the floor over there. Yeah, they're like, just finish it now, lads. Finish it. Yeah. Um, and now we've we've said we're doing it. You know, we'll have a we'll have a drum roll out. You're still struggling with that, aren't you? Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm just dragging it out now. Um, but listen, every single one of you, uh, you guys, thank you very much for following us and supporting the channel. It is just, it's amazing, and it helps a lot. For those who watch on YouTube, um, please do consider our Patreon. We give you guys early access to the YouTube videos. So we're now we do. 25 posting, hours early. posting the video 24 hours early. Yeah. So um, we're putting a video out every Wednesday on YouTube at 6 o'clock and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, but you get the video on Patreon at Tuesday. This is if we get Saturday. it edited, edited. Well, in that time. I'll but, make sure he gets it edited. Don't but, worry. As we are now, this is, this, this is Wednesday. So day four of the road trips going on today. Yeah. 
the uh, Santa Pod's going on on Sunday, which will be tomorrow for you guys on Patreon watching this. Yeah. Then we're finishing off a video this afternoon on the uh, Merc and yeah. the RS4 uh, saloon and the track car. We we spoke about this. Yeah. So we're basically, as we stand now, we're near enough three videos ahead. So if we can keep ahead, all will be well. Yeah. That helps. Um, it helps to take the pressure off Lee when he's editing. Um, it gives us a bit more time to come up with better. Not that we need to come up with better ideas for videos, but just rather than just going, oh, right, oh, fuck, we need to get a video done and, and let's just go and get a video done. It actually gives us a bit more breathing space to make sure that the video that we do is great. I tell you one little milestone that you guys probably won't give a fuck about, but it's great for us. Um, it's the first time ever I just checked our YouTube studio, which is like the back end. It's the first time ever where we've gone over 600,000 views in a 28-day period which for us is massive. To give nice. you a bit of an idea, when I spoke to Matt oh, Armstrong... We've done, we've done that, surely. Not over 600,000. We've, we've been over 500,000. Because we, we made more than the ad rev. So to give you an idea, last 28 days, it's 2,300 on the ad rev. Um, and that's split between two people, basically. 2,300 for him, nothing for me. So, you know, we need to... We need <laughs> it's actually 2,400. We need to earn a considerable me. amount. <laughs> but in October, not last year... Not last October, but the October before we made three thousand something. But that was when we first started, and the channel just went like that. that was, for some... was that not dollars? Oh, it might have been actually. I'm sure because I've changed it to pounds since. Right, got you. So yeah, we've well, show people that graph there. Mm, that's it's steadily going up. This is in the last twenty eight days, and this is on AdRev. I don't know if you'll be able to see it because that's not a very good thing. It's just on my phone screen. But as uh, milestones for us to give you a bit of an idea, uh, I was chatting to Matt Armstrong at Santa Pod, who, as everyone knows, is flying. And he told me that he was averaging um, 2 million views per 28 days. Um, it's probably even more than that now, to be fair, because Most of, his, of his videos his projects are 400k. Yeah. A video. So, but then he only does one, sometimes two a week. Oh, right. Okay. So he doesn't do so. Oh, right. Yeah. So um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so for us to be at 612, it's 611,900, so 612,000 in a 28 day period. So we're doing all right. Is mega, yeah. So hopefully we can keep the momentum going, keep pumping out great content for you guys. Um, thank you very much for your support. If, as I was saying before, if you do only watch these um, podcasts on YouTube, please do consider um, our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com forward slash evil gt it's three pound a month plus that that's the minimum we can charge you. it doesn't let you do it otherwise it'd just be like a quid or something but it doesn't let you do any less than that um but then yeah you get your podcast you get access to videos early um other random shite that we usually do or talk about and that's pretty much it why this is this is important information man. <laughs> i know, I know. Um, it is sorry but uh, I'm, I'm being very unprofessional <laughs> but um yeah it's all right for fucking money bags over here isn't it uh, I need the money, yeah. <laughs> Fucking skin. You're doing fine. Don't um, worry, mate. I know, but I tell you what, though, I need Links Africa or something. Yeah, um, I've got definitely. to get out of here. <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> that. Guys, thank you very much. And I will definitely let you know about the car. Oh if, yeah. If it There's all goes, again, no. if it all goes belly up, it's going to be that. If it's a good, it's going to be that. And I'll I'll fade you out with that. There you go. You like your you yes. like your music. Mm. And we'll do. Don't forget, we need to do a thumbnail after this bit. Yeah. Hey, well, I'll yeah. tell you what we'll do on the next podcast as well because I've I've meant to do it on this one. Um, we'll do. We'll see if there's any more trolling comments, any okay. more comments that have gone into the hidden and all. We've yeah, not yeah. done that for a few weeks, so we'll have a look, mm. see what's in there. Right. See you later. Bye bye. Ta-ra.